Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate you being here. It is Gerald Glassford with Laker Tom on Lakerholics.com and Joe Soro of Lakersball.com. Uh, Mark says, uh, bring some names, bring some names. Uh, Stone Hansen, I did reach out. He is going to be by tomorrow for the show to share his thoughts on uh, Jalen hood Shafino, who he is not the highest on, and I'll leave it at that. Um, although we are on playback, we're all, we're just going through it right now. Again, the last pick was Cam Whitmore at number 20. Who did he want? Uh, actually, I'll ask him. Let me go ask him. I'll ask him that. Uh, and next one is Noah Clowney at number 21. That's a clutch client. Good guy. I thought he should, he thought he would be one of the people I would have thought they might have gone to. Another uh, pick that could have been, especially for a big guy, which is one thing the Lakers need. But we'll see. We'll see uh, if Jalen Hood Shafino might fit some needs for the Lakers, especially for the point guard position. Search and destroy is right. Hard to say because most picks are a gamble. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and it all takes us a couple injuries here and there as well. So. And these uh, we're still monitoring the draft as we speak, but we do appreciate everyone out there watching and listening with us right here at the Lakers fast break. Joe, uh, any insight you're seeing on uh, why Cam Whitmore dropped so far? You know, nothing different than what we've talked about. More than the injury issue is his enthusiasm, his competitiveness. That was kind of the that was the negative. I know, I know. It's it just it's you can't you can't risk. You can't risk someone who's not going to be motivated to play, especially in the NBA. If you need any example of that, look at look at Zion Williamson. His motivation to play and focus on playing is zero. And he's pissing away all that talent because he can't stop eating and he can't stop philandering. And if you've got that reputation coming out of college, it's not a good sign. If he becomes oh, a great player, good for him. Yeah. But you can't risk you can't risk a lazy focus in college in the NBA. You gotta you, you can't, especially if you're gonna be at a position to where you're in terms of your slot, your your first 15, 20 picks, you can't you can't risk that. Now Houston can risk it because they, they already got their guy at four. So it was worth the risk for them at 20 to get this guy to see if they can strike twice so that was a good pick by houston i'd say right now houston's got uh the second best uh draft behind obviously the spurs and maybe even the trailblazers by getting scoot at number three we'll see um actually i spoke to reached out to stone his thoughts were more about whitmore sensabaugh nick smith or podisiemski i you know just I know he's not happy right now, but he'll share his thoughts more in detail on tomorrow's show. Uh, 
JHS, he would knew he would go top 20, but he's a second round talent in, my, in his opinion. Uh, a terrible finisher and an okay spot up uh, finisher and shooter. So um, again, not getting the highest marks from, from Stone, but uh, hopefully he can uh, prove us all wrong and uh, be a great contributor to the Lakers. We'll see. Uh, once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Uh, looking forward to hearing more of Stone Hansen's thoughts tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I just, it just seems like the, everybody's kind of down now that the pick's been made. We don't even know how the kid's going to do. So the kid could well, be good. We're down. We're yeah. down because really it's not really the pick. It's what we were hoping would happen, which was a trade. And yeah. it's, it's very likely that the Lakers are not going to make a trade for anything. They're just yeah. going to play what they can control and hope that they pick the right guys and go from there because Lakers are the only team. It seems like in the NBA that other teams will demand their internal organs and their whole family's internal organs. I don't know if that's true. You know, everybody kept saying that, but look at the deals that Rob was able to pull off. Those were all this. Those were all just here. We don't want Vando. He's not really what we want. Yeah, but that's, but that's how, but that's what you have to do when when you're in a situation. You have to. There's always a reason why the other players. There's no. There's no player. There's no player that we got in those trades, whether it's D'Angelo, whether it's mm -hmm. Vanderbilt, whether it's Beasley. That well, but you, but look at you have to look at today from one lens, which is there was no reason to make a deal today unless it was a team who wanted that number seventeen pick. Now we shift gears. We've got a player who's another asset that can be traded. And we've got the 2029 pick, which we can trade. So we still now, we're going to go into free agency with still the same capability to take the, to make a change. We can afford to do one thing. We can afford to re-sign a $20 million player. Now that could be D'Lo, or it could be somebody that we trade Beasley and Bombapur. We can't do both of them. We only do one of those. We can do the one, either one of those, plus we can sign a $12 million free agent. Those are basically the moves that we've got available to us to upgrade this team. So, and they haven't changed from because of the trade. They haven't changed because of the draft. We hoped that we would be able to take the number 17 pick. But now maybe maybe we got a guy. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll come out tomorrow and the Lakers will say, this is the guy we identified right from the beginning that we wanted, and he'll turn out to be another player like Reeves. Yeah, but I don't we don't have time for that. We need we need an instant that's true, but but what they did is they said we're not gonna take a trade we don't like because we don't need to take a trade with fifty with seventeen. We can take a trade later that could include Christie, we could take a trade later that could include Hood Shafina, we could take a trade later that would include the twenty twenty nine pick. I don't think any of these guys have value, though. I don't think Christie or no, uh, Christie has value. Christie definitely has value. I don't think it has any any value in terms of getting a deal that we want. I think ultimately it's going to have to come down to a player that a team has that they need to unload, and we're going to be expiring back to them, giving them sure. expiring contracts. Well, everybody knows right now because of the new CBA and the, the stuff that starts at next year that 
expiring contracts this year are going to be very valuable this summer. It's a summer and it's a trade deadline. These are the way that's how you reduce your your salaries and your taxes as a result out of it. So those uh, we've got valuable we have valuable assets both in trade capital we have and in the expiring contracts we have. So I'm not panicking in that sense at all. Um, I want to see what happens. You know, uh, sometimes the best moves you make are the moves you don't make. This could be one of those situations where we didn't have we didn't have a deal that was anywhere near as good as we think we can get in free agency. The latest picks are from Brooklyn, who picked Noah Clowney, and also as well they just picked Derek uh, Whitehead. So uh, that's guy out of Duke. I know he had some fush issues and injuries and surgeries that he was coming off of, but uh, could be a player uh, that a lot of people have some uh, high hopes for. Well, so. we also could be trading, making a trade with the Nets because they're one of the teams that that had all of these multiple picks and brought several players in. So it's possible maybe they would be willing to trade for Hood Shafino. That's a good point. Clowney is a clutch client who was marked for the Lakers in several drafts just because uh, he's a good fit. He's a big, he's a, like all of the bigs. He's a big who shoots like 30, 30 or 33% from three. You know, it's not, it's not a dead eye shooter. That's for sure. Just a guy who's trying to fit into what the modern mold is. Um, Again, with Whitehead, his foot issues because he's coming off his second surgery, I believe, on his foot. So mm-hmm. I know that's why he dropped it. He's not even a pro yet, huh? <laughs> yeah. I know that's why he had uh, dropped a little bit in mock drafts, but uh, talent-wise, he was thought of very highly. Once again, thanks so much for watching and listening. It is the Lakers Fast Break NBA live coverage of the NBA draft. Truly appreciate it. Uh, it is Joe Soro. It is Laker Tom. Follow Joe Soro on LakersBall.com. It's Ox1947. Of course, Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check them out. And Jamie Sweet today at Lakerholics.com. And they can give you their detailed analysis of the Lakers draft as uh, they see it. And could it lead to more possible moves? Uh, what free agent uh, deals might be in the making. All that is uh, speculated on at Lakerholics.com. Again, right now we're at pick number 23, as I see right now after the two Brooklyn picks. Uh, Portland is picking Chris Murray at number Mm. 23. So Chris Murray, who you talked about before, his brother plays for Sacramento. Uh, he is at number 23 for Portland. Isn't it odd, though, that you have identical twins and one of them's a right-hander and one of them's a lefty? That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And that one of them is so much better than the other that he classified a year ahead of time. Right. So question remains out there, Joe and Tom. Who are we looking forward to at possibly being there at number 40. We're at uh, 24 now, the Sacramento Kings. Who do you think might be there? I'm hoping Sensabaugh. Bryce Sensabaugh is there at number 40. That could be something of interest for us. James Najee is a big guy at seven feet. I like James Najee. I like James Najee. Okay. 
The other guy I like is um, Gigi Jackson's also talked no, about as well. No, not Jackson. Let's see. There's um, I'm gonna have to pull up a mock draft here because I can't remember all of these names. Uh, Brooklyn is again uh, Derek Whitehead, and then after that is Chris Murray. But uh, looking right now, there's still 17 or 16 picks left to uh, get to the Lakers. Again, Bryce Sensabaugh would be great as an awesome scorer. Uh, I know there's some issues with his knees, which is why he would falling in mock drafts, but that was widely known and already speculated upon. Uh, again, James Nagy is a seven-footer, 250-pounder out of uh, Barcelona, just to give you an idea about that. Uh, also as well, Mari Bailey, uh, Keontae Johnson out of Kansas State, right around that area. Ben Shepherds, I've seen a little bit of footage on him from Belma. Uh, good score. Uh, Jalen Wilson out of Kansas, he's also a good score. Yeah, okay, rebounder for 6'6", 230 guy. Uh, but he's a senior. You're getting into four-year guys. If you really want a young guy, Gigi Jackson, uh, he's an individual that is, I think, the youngest player in the draft. Uh, if he lasts that long, if you're looking to develop somebody, he might be of interest for you. Uh, but, yeah, definitely looking at some of the names out there, right there, that's available. Uh, also, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, another player of Indiana. Uh, he's a scorer. Tristan Vucevic. Uh, yeah, Tristan Vucevic. Uh, he's can seven shoot. footer. Uh, can shoot a little bit. Uh, Two twenty three needs to put on a little bit more weight and strength. Uh, not a great rebounder. That's an issue for him. Doesn't rebound well. Uh, but he I does. I like Sissoko too. Okay. He's there extremely you go. athletic small forward. Okay. Some good ideas. Good ideas there. But uh, I know that uh, when it comes to what we're seeing, I think if uh, Sensabaugh goes that low, I'd be uh, happy getting him. He was, he was actually considered for the 17 spot, so he definitely has dropped a lot. Yeah, and then there's also uh, Gigi Jackson. If you're really looking to put somebody in the G League right. and get him developed for long down down the road, but he could develop and do something uh, pretty good, decent. Uh, then again, you have uh, the big guys that are left. Uh, you mentioned Tristan Vukovic. Uh, he's a seven footer, 225 pounds, out of Serbia. Uh, Decent shooter, 37% from behind the arc, uh, 80% free throw shooter, does not rebound well and fouls a lot. So going to be some issues on the defensive end. Uh, I know when you, we talked about uh, Najee out of Barcelona at 7 feet, 250 pounds. Um, I'm trying to see what he really does well. Terrible free throw shooter. Uh, doesn't score a lot, so just a big body, I think, was pretty much a good right. shot blocker. He's extremely athletic. Uh, yeah, shot, but he averaged under one. Well, it's only uh, in nine minutes per game that he was playing, so 
average it out. It's about two blocks every 36 minutes. So that's not bad. Not bad. But uh, again, uh, looks like somebody that, uh, you know, might be there at, at 40. But that's another developmental case right there for you. So uh, next on the list is after Chris Murray by Portland at 23. Um, here we go. The Kings are trading Rashawn Holmes and number 24 to Dallas. So Dallas is making some more moves. So Rashawn Holmes and number 24 to Dallas, according to Agent Wojnowski. Sacramento is selecting Olivier Maxence Prosper at number 24, trading him to Dallas along hmm. with Rashawn Holmes. Prosper knew he was going to, to the Kings. Well, he's going to Dallas now. So they're going to have to give him a uh, green-blue blazer. Something like that. Yep. So, yes, he is on the move. Dallas is uh, picking Another up French guy. So there, How many Dallas Frenchmen are, are going to be in this draft? Uh, quite a bit, according to what we're seeing by the numbers there. So. It looks like Team France might be very competitive with the Lake with the uh, Team USA, uh, as was mentioned earlier. Uh, good to have you here, Hassan. Uh, I hate the NBA, says Jalen Hutchfino. Reminds me of Jalen Brown type of player. Uh, okay, if you hate the NBA, you may not know that, but okay. Johnny Two K Six says Kurt Rambis. Uh, Laser Marks has never sell anyone short. So we'll see, uh, you know, obviously we're going to get a good look at him in su at summer league. Plus also, I think the, there's also the California league that takes place for a couple days beforehand that the Lakers, I think are part of as well. So uh, we'll definitely get a good look at him. Hopefully he won't get injured. So we'll be able to see exactly uh, what he could do for the team. Maybe get a better idea. Uh, right now, the last pick, which was, uh, as I said earlier, Olivier Maxence Prosper. They are trading him and Rashawn Holmes to Dallas. So Dallas is getting some big guys, guys. Rashawn Holmes and Derek Lively, Dallas, trying to shore up a little bit of that defense. All right. Um, Mavericks using the trade player exception to bring in Rashawn Holmes along with Olivier. So uh, they're getting creative. Um, also Milwaukee Bucks are acquiring number 36 in a deal with the Orlando Magic. So Milwaukee's getting interested, uh, in this. So yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, maybe picking, maybe they see something ahead of where the Lakers are standing so that they like that somebody's falling in the draft that they're very interested in getting. So, uh, definitely looking forward to see whom that might be. Uh, that is Milwaukee. Does do they know something that we don't? So, hmm. Boston is drafting Marcus Sasser at number twenty-five and trading to Detroit for number thirty-one. Okay, so now all the trades, Joe, are coming through. They're all coming through right now. They're gonna be jumbled all over the place. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay awake from all this trades. <laughs> You can, my friend. You can. You can do it. Mark says, Lakers scouting has proven to do well. Call me crazy, but I give them benefit of the doubt for now. 
Uh, I, I'm hoping you're right, Mark. Uh, I know that Stone doesn't share not, your sentiment. Yeah, Stone, Stone does not share your sentiment, Mark. And that gives me a little bit of pause for concern. Tears of Joy says, Joe, running out of energy? I thought that was impossible. I don't know. I guess I could be ranting and raving all day, all night. You could. You could. Our I got to leave. Got to leave some for the next shows, and can't. You can't. You'll. 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 You'll get burned out from rants. It's like the game. You got to leave it all on the floor if you want to win. True. True. Uh, I like to leave. I like to leave the the crazy energy for the crazy stuff, so that it t- it's taken more seriously. I don't want to just rant and rave just because I want to rant and rave. Plus, I don't do that anyways. I'm, I'm a reactionist. I don't. I don't go into a show going, oh, I'm gonna. You know, I guess there are some times where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to talk about this, but um, more often than not, the rants come naturally. Something might trigger it while Gerald says something, and I'm like, or oh, maybe a guest asks a question. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons yeah, are Gerald the brings out the best in his teammates. Yes, that's his job. Yeah. He's the point guard. Woj is reporting this a little bit late, but yes, Boston is drafting Marcus Sasser and trading him to Detroit for number 31. And I'm assuming some other considerations as well. So there you go. Celtics got into the first round, then they decided to get themselves on the back end of the, or is that the first pick of the, yeah, that's the first pick of the second uh, round. So there you go. Lower cost and salary, I guess. Good, good work. Please like and subscribe. Search and Destroy says it right. Please like and subscribe if you have not already. Helps us get out there. Helps us get out to more people, more Lakers fans. What we're doing right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. Latest updates right now is at the... Uh, again, the Pistons are, are acquiring a Marcus Sasser at number 25 and trading for number 31. Okay. Uh, more news there. But, I like knowing uh, yeah. the future. Before well, now it you know the future. You know the future. Uh, Through the Wire says the Lakers have until July 1 to finalize any decisions with respect to D'Lo, Hashimura, Reeves, Bam, Bamba, and Beasley. Is that right? Uh, is that right, Tom no. and Joe? It's a different date. It's like 628 for Rui or 629 for somebody else. Everybody has an individual date based on when they sign up. But it time. has to be like, I thought it's It's got to be before July 1st. Yeah. But it's not, I think free agency starts on the 30th, doesn't it? Right. June 30th is free agency. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they've got it. June 28th and 29th are the dates for when most of the options have to be done. Player options and team options. Guarantees don't have to be done until probably June 30th in the case of a guarantee. And some of the guarantees, if they're not guaranteed, go over until like January. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember all the rules on uh, guarantees, but a lot of it is also based upon when they signed the contract. Uh, once again, it is the Lakers fast break. I want to pass this along. Uh, Nick sent this to us 
Uh, he said, for those wondering, the information on JHS, uh, Jalen hood Chapino, the pick that we made at number 17, at his best in the pick and roll, he plays with great pace, using a screen to get into the middle yeah. of the floor where he can pull up from mid-range or dissect the defense with various passes to his rolling big. Good mid-range pull-up shooter capable of draining shots off movement. If he's successful, uh, if he is successful in extending his range beyond the NBA line, he could become a drop coverage killer. Though he's not great at the rim yet, he doesn't shy away from contact. With his size and mid-range touch, he has the potential to become a foul magnet. Versatile defender with a muscular frame and great technique. He does a nice job of sliding his feet laterally to stick with his opponent, whether it's out of an isolation or when fighting over screens. Handsy defender who pokes on the ball, breaks up handoffs, and is capable of racking up deflections off the ball per Kevin O'Connor of the ringer. So there you go. There's an evaluation there for you. And he sort of fits the mold of what the Lakers have found successful in their guards. Sounds like a Laker. Guys who can guys who can score at all three levels, guys who can get somebody on their, you know, get them in jail when they take them into the pit into the paint and make the little floaters and kill the kill the drop coverage, you know. That's that's reason in a gem. It's also Lonnie Walker when he attacks the rim. It's it's basically the Lakers motor modus operandi. Um, and the thing you always have to remember with these picks is that the one thing I really do like is his size. I am so tired of six foot one guards and six foot two guards that, that basically can only guard other point guards because they can't guard anybody who's a real shooting guard. And then Ham likes to run three guards. And then you end up with those guys guarding six, eight guys who are just going to take them in and kill them. So the idea that here's a guard that theoretically could be a six, six guard playing along with Reeves at six, five and a starting lineup, you know, that's the type of thing that you want to see. There's two guards who both pretty smart guards who, if they can put on some more muscle and more weight, they can give us a point of attack. Um, Hood Shafino's strength is probably his point of attack defense. That's his best defensive situation. He's got long arms and, you know, he can steal the ball when guys go by. And there's a just lot of, wanted, yeah. Just wanted to mention, because some people are joining the chat now, again, to, like Tom said, uh, Jalen Hood Shafino out of Indiana, six foot six guard out of Indiana, plays combo, but mainly as playing the point. Hopefully he can go ahead and be effective. I gave you a rundown from Kevin O'Connor, the ringer, what his attributes are. Do you feel anybody there? Do you feel any better, Joe, after listening to that from, you know, someone who follows the draft so closely like Kevin O'Connor? No. <laughs> I, 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 he sounds like a Laker already and Lakers needed someone who could make baskets at the rim because that's one of their main issues. And they needed someone who could, shoot from three, which, you know, uh, it's, it's a project at this point. He might take a year or two to, to get acclimated, but Lakers need someone right now. They need someone right now. And if their thought processes were going to be able to get D'Angelo 
at a, at a friendlier price. And then we have this kid that's going to develop behind him and with LeBron. Okay, I can see that. But the Lakers need something. Uh, they need a sh- they need someone who can make shots when they're open, especially when they start getting deep in the playoffs, and they need a center. Whatever they wh- whatever happens in the draft and whatever happens, at, you know, uh, with whom they receive they they resign. Those are the two most important parts of this. Uh, in the end, uh, if they don't take care of those two deficiencies, then they're probably going to be right back where they were this last year. Except you have one extra year for LeBron, which that might tickle down a little bit even. And that's what do you, what do you think are the top priorities that the Lakers have this offseason, Joe? The, the the Lakers have to get a center. They have to get bigs or a big that can not starting center or backup center. My hope is about as a starting center. If they get a starting center, they can they I feel, can, I feel the same way. I think that's an important shift to everything is getting bigger now because of the the you have Jokic. Jokic, you're going to have to deal with Jokic. I'm not expecting, so let's say, if somebody like Brooks Lopez was was possible, he's not going to stop Jokic, but you have that size and you have the threat and you have the ability to spread the floor and you have someone that's won and you have yeah, someone that... It's that, the Rui formula. You get another guy who can go in there like Rui can. He can do a better job than Rui can guarding him one-on-one, which allows AD to roll. But the Lakers or AD lost, to help out. The, but the Lakers lost the series, or they lost especially two of those games, one in Denver and one in L.A., because they, they just couldn't make shots well, when yeah. it mattered. And if you're not going to make shots, if LeBron is going to run out of gas at the end and A.D. is exhausted because he's covering everyone the first three and a half quarters, you have to have a, an offensive player that can well, make a damn shot. D'Lo, D'Lo, if that D'Lo had had a normal series, we would have won that game. And the problem with D'Lo is D'Lo's this, this part here with D'Lo is not, that's what's kept him from being a perennial all-star. His right. brain, his brain well, cannot adjust. It cannot adjust. I like players. Right I like players who have an edge, but there's always, there's always a risk when the player has an edge that they'll go over the edge or they'll lose that edge. You know, they'll do something like Draymond does, or they'll do something like, like uh, like the guy from, from the Grizzlies did to LeBron. You know? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks do stupid things. Or things that even Draymond Green has done in the past. You know, you do dumb things when you have – it's the price that you pay for these guys that are on the edge. And and sometimes you get a guy who just chokes, like D'Lo just choked in that situation. But if you if you looked at the stats after the, after the championships finals – there were a whole lot of guys in there who had terrific playoffs, just like D'Lo did, but who choked in that series. You know, guys who shot. You know, I think I think uh, the Miami star players shot like three for fourteen on threes and in the series and so forth. Horrible numbers, um, and and yet you don't see them being. You don't see Miami saying all of a sudden that Gabriel is is not going to be on the team any longer, or that Duncan Robinson is not on the team any longer. Or, or he's in danger, or he's got to be traded, or he's a player we can't trust in a clutch situation. Um, everything gets so so expanded and, and blown up on the Lakers that, that it's a difficult situation. Well, I do think that when it comes to uh, Najee, I know if Najee is at 40, 
again, there's he's very raw, uh, but could be of some potentials. But you're talking about a backup center, which I think Joe. Well, and, that's and a role. That's a role that we really need. Yeah. When AD goes to the bench, let's say AD plays thirty six. AD plays forty minutes. So he plays forty minutes. There's eight minutes left. Then somebody's got a backup center. That's an eight minutes. So and and. I'd rather get a guy like Najee who can block shots and, and hustle uh, than some burned out NBA player who, you know, has just never made it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want another Dwight Howard or, or bringing in JaVale McGee or, or recycling, you know, some of the guys that everybody's recycles for those situations. Um, so, you know, I don't think it necessarily has to be a stretch five. I think you can get a defensive anchor, you know, and that's why I think a rookie fits in. That lively would be perfect. If you could get somebody who has starter potential down the road, that would be the best of all solutions. But just having a big body that can protect the rim can make a huge difference in our, in our when AD goes off the floor. Because we were, our problem was, is that, we all of a sudden figured out how to win when AD was on the floor. We were winning those minutes like we used to win LeBron's minutes. All of a sudden, we know how to win AD's minutes. What we're doing, though, is we've now found that we have the same problem we used to have with LeBron off the court. We're having that problem with AD off the court. We're getting killed by the minutes that AD sits. And and that's the, that was the big differentiator that says to me, aside from the fact that you need to match up with the teams you've got to go through, is you need to get bigger. You need positional size at every all across. And, and but Shavino fits into that mold. So at least the Lakers are doing some things consistently that I think makes sense when you're building a team. I know the Tristan Thompson. You know it's bad when the Tristan Thompson talk has started about backup center. Mark says no. Tristan Thompson. Could, hold on. Let me get the, Tristan Thompson could give 10 minutes a game. And I agree with you, Mark. Tristan Thompson could give you 10 minutes a game if you're at the local rec league, not the NBA. Tristan Kardashian does not belong in the NBA. His days are done. If you're trying to build a team with Tristan Thompson in mind, you are not a winning basketball team. Again, he looked awful out there. He gave you one, what, maybe what, one minute of positive. It wasn't half bad, not so half bad minutes of NBA play. Really? Better than uh, Gabriel in the Denver series, I'll tell you that. We've been talking about Gabriel. You know my uh, lack of affection for Gabriel. Uh, You know, you guys have been trying to hype up Gabriel for a long time. And I told you, Gabriel has been cut from five teams for a reason. So. Uh, Tears of Joy said, I'd rather play Gerald Glassford at the five. Not kidding. You're right. Ahead of Tristan Kardashian Thompson. I, I too agree. Absolutely. Can you stop saying Kardashian, please? Tristan Kardashian. I'm starting to get nauseous. <laughs> the plague of this freaking society never goes away. <laughs> we can't even go through a, a normal NBA draft without mentioning that high class trash of a family. All right, there we go. All right. There you Once go. You again, want entertainment? You got entertainment. There you go. There's a rant for you, a little bit, a mini rant, mini rant right there for you. 
Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Let's We're talk about Team Mom on, on MTV, guys. Well, what, pick, what pick are we on? Uh, I don't know. Right according, now, to, according to Gerald, it's the 40th pick, but it's <laughs> only 28 on TV. 28. It is 28. 28. 28. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be able to hang around here, man. Charlotte picked Nixon. A long way to 40 uh, of it. A long, long uh, way to Utah picked Bryce Sensabot, number 28. Uh, that was one I was hoping would drop a little bit further. So Bryce Sensabot is at 28. Uh, Nick Smith at 27. I know that uh, Zangerstein was looking at uh, Zang, you know, at uh, Nick Smith right there at 27. So Zangerstein says, although Lakers have been drafting 6'5", Guards, that's why I question Ham playing too small. Uh, well, according to the chat, Dennis Schroeder won't be around to go ahead and be able to try any small lineups. So uh, the thing is, though, with this kid at, at 17, will he get playing time from Ham? Will Max Christie, Joe, uh, get playing time from Ham? That's the question. Max Christie is no longer a rookie. Is he going to get the time he needs to develop? Because he didn't get it during the season. Well, if he's shooting a thousand shots from deep all summer and getting better, yeah. But he better make shots. That's the only way he's going to play. Well, his defense too, and he played relatively good defense when he did play. Uh, but he's going to have to make shots. If he makes shots and can play good team defense, he'll be a regular rotation player. That's what we're hoping for. He's definitely got the length uh, to yeah. play there. He, he did grow a couple inches, from what I heard. During the season, so let's let's see if if, if he Did put in the work. That uh, who is it that uh, just grew to be seven foot two inches? Uh, I don't know who who that is. You didn't you didn't, didn't hear that it was announced that uh, OG Ananobi had that grown to. OG Ananobi, he's like what? He's not twenty one. No, it was it was it was, uh, it was uh, Kendrick Perkins <laughs> announced it. Uh, on Ken Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins uh, announced that he's a six six seven guy. Kendrick, yeah. he's grown. He's grown a lot in over the last year, and he's now seven foot two. Uh, okay, uh, I'd have to see it to believe it. <laughs> but thank you, Blue. Please like and subscribe. Want to mention something? Adam has said Ham will probably play our pick at center. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, how big of a devotion? Small forward. He's a small forward, six seven. Uh, Devotion says, how big of a difference is there between Bufkin and Hood Shafino? I think there's a little bit more of a difference. Bufkin is a little bit more well-rounded than Hood Shafino, but he does not play the point. He plays more of a small forward wing, uh, maybe a little bit better defender. But again, Kevin O'Connor has some high thoughts on JHS. Uh, Zangerstein says, Max and JHS, our backup guards are great. Uh, if you say so, I'd have to see it in practice before I say that. Stick with Austin, D'Lo, JHS, Max, and all their MLE and minimums should be wings and center. Uh, that That's a good start there. But again, when it comes to Max and JHS, let's see how they develop. Let's see how they play in Summer League. I hope to go to a game during the Summer League to see them uh, in person. Hopefully, I'll be getting a chance to do so. Uh, Zangerstein, Ben Shepard is going to the Pacers out of Belmont. That's right. Uh, we mentioned Nick Smith as well uh, early on. Uh, Bryce Sensabaugh is going to Utah, number 28. Uh, uh, Laker Tom, it does get faster in the second round. I will tell you, 
it does get a lot faster. I think they're only given uh, two minutes as opposed to five. Uh, Denver is selecting Julian Strother at number 29. Uh, I'm just going to say right now, Joe, your thoughts on uh, any promising uh, bigs that you could see at number 40? Not yet. I got to see how this next five picks go, and then I can kind of give you an idea. It's kind of interesting. Sam Sam Quinn is saying basically that there's with the fact that the Lakers have kept their pick rather than trading it, he advocates for them to use their cap space rather than operating above the cap. And a couple other people have sort of said the same thing. So it's kind of interesting that they they may be able to they may be able to go looking for somebody like Brooke Lopez if you're going to use the cap space route. Because then you can get above the 12.2, 12.4 million dollars. That's the MLE. I, I will say, I will say this. Leonard there Miller. is there is a Serbian that might be available in the second round. That's a center. So if the Lakers think they can strike lightning twice, maybe that might be an option. Uh, are you talking about Tristan Vukovic? No. Hmm. Who are you talking about? Uh, let me see if I can pronounce his name uh his name is uh kk part partisan kk partisan uh not heard of not studied him so yeah oh my my family hold on tristan i'm sorry the wrong that's the wrong name guys that's the name of the uh of the team it's his name is tristan trist tristan Vukovic. Right. Yeah, that's what we've just been saying. Yeah. Listen to what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I like to be different, you know. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, Leonard Miller is the G League, uh, who I did get a chance to see. Uh, he has not been chosen yet. 6'10, power forward. Could be uh, someone of interest for the Lakers. Uh, since Sensabaugh is going to be good, according to Scarlet Blue, I agree with you. I think he's going to be a good scorer. Depends on his knees. Uh, no defense. Right, Z, absolutely. All offensive guy right there. Uh, search and Destroy says Najee might be a steal. Again, uh, he's a little raw, so he'd have to come off the bench for the Lakers. He's not someone you could start, I don't think, right away. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. Zangerstein wants Vucevic, uh, or Vucevic, Vukovic. I'm sorry, different from Vucevic, sorry. Uh, Tears of Joy says, is it given that Hashimura is coming back? No, it's no given at all. Yes, it's a uh, given. Lakers uh, are going to match anything he gets. Okay. Because they it's do have the 8.8, uh, just a tender restricted, tender and offer. It, well, 18 is just the, uh, that's his hold, his cap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just the right. hold. It make it restricted. He, they, he's estimated to get between 11 and 15. 
Okay. So uh, Minas- Vuk- is it Vuksovich? Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's not Vucevic, it's Vuksovich. 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 There's a K-S in there instead of a C. I will say that uh, Minnesota has traded with San Antonio, and uh, they've got the number 33 pick. Yay. Well, the thing that's interesting to me, guys, is that these picks for number 33. I know this much about the guys that are probably going to get picked in the second round. And then the Lakers could only get number 40. So maybe the Lakers made their trade too soon. No. Maybe that's who they were looking for. Maybe Vukovic okay. was a pick that they thought I need we need to go down a few slots thinking because apparently word around the campfire is he's the best shooter in the draft. Is that real? Is that even possible? Uh that that's a yeah. well I've heard that about Jordan Hawkins. It's not a good shooting draft. There's not a lot of good shooters in this draft. How do you, good how, do you, how do you have a guy that's the best shooter or at least the second best shooter in the in the draft drop to the second round does he does he move like a snail like what's the deal Who are you uh, talking? are you talking about vucevic vucevic v- yeah vucevic is it vucevic or vucevic vucevic uh poor rebounder doesn't block shots gets in a lot of foul trouble okay so the the, the things that the lakers absolutely need he doesn't do except shoot well you know what? Screw it. It's a 40th pick. Give it a shot. <laughs> uh, just go for it. Just go for it. All the guys that we were hoping for, uh, Gigi Jackson, he might be of interest because he's just so young. He's the youngest player in the draft. Might be someone who could, you know, give time to develop. Never know. Uh, what we got latest information is, uh, again, Timberwolves uh, sending Spurs two future second round picks for number 33 pick. Uh, next report we have is still uh, holding and pending right now. Okay, you guys ready for the two-time MVP from the previous seasons. What Kobe is Brown that? is going to the Clippers at number 30. So Jokic's scouting report, let's see, defense. Not much of a rim protector, struggles to elevate to contest shots. Talented playmakers can blow up by him. Must improve technique. <laughs> If he's there, you take a shot. Sure, why not? If he's there, you take a shot. And if he's half as good as Jokic, I'd take Nazi. I'd take Nazi over him. <laughs> uh, yes, Adam. I want a shot blocker, man. I'm watching. I'm watching video of Hood Shavino. He, the kid, can shoot, man. He's got. He's got. The whole inside the key game and a and a good three point looking stroke. Did you see his numbers overall? Look up his stats. Mm-hmm. Not just the highlights. 
Tom. Did you see yeah, the stats? No. Yeah, I already looked at the stats before I even looked at any highlights. Okay. Well. No, his offensive game is pretty much in the same mold as, as Austin Reeves. Reeves was 30% shooter from college, from three. He's a 40% shooter now. Guys think this kid's stroke is better than the 33% that you see. All right. We'll see. Again, uh, uh, when it comes to uh, what the Lakers did, Jalen Huchvino, hopefully we can get uh, some good play out of him starting in the summer league. We'll see what happens. Uh, Clippers uh, selected Kobe Brown at number 30. So that ends the first round, guys. Uh, very interesting third uh, first round. Some movement, uh, especially in the back end of the first round. Uh, but, yeah. Giving you a recap, giving you a recap going into round two. There you go. Second round snack time. There you go. Once again, Joe is leaving for a few minutes. Uh, So is Laker Tom while I, you know, they just jetted on me all at once. Going to give everybody a a heads up. Angel, glad to have you here. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Truly appreciate it. Once again, the Lakers uh, got... Uh, Jalen Huchifino, uh with the number 17 pick. Scarlet and Blue says, uh, very boring first round. Uh, Search and Destroy says, Earl Gray break. Zangerstein says, sometimes stats are wild in college. Reeves is 30% because he plays point guard and does a lot, but was a great shooter prior to that. Is JHS a good shooter in high school? Uh, I think what uh, Stone will be on the show tomorrow to go ahead and, and provide more insight on that. I just know he's not too happy with who the Lakers chose at number 17. Kenneth Stone says, LOL, how many want to bet the Lakers host the Nuggets in the game day opener? I wouldn't be shocked. Or at Christmas, I could see that happening as well. Mark says, in the old days, the draft is four rounds. Any thoughts on doing three? Uh, I'd like the two. I'd like the two. It also gives those players who would be picked in the third round uh, to go undrafted and give them a choice and met a better opportunity. So I'd say that's probably better if we just stick with the two rounds. Uh, Scarlet Blue says, my sources let me down. Yes, they did, Scarlet Blue, unfortunately. Uh, better get some new sources. As a journalism major, once those sources let you down once, you don't go back to them again because they make you look real bad. But it is the Lakers fast break. I want to give everybody a, uh, you know, while they're getting a breather to the second round and the Lakers pick at number 40, recap, Victor Wemiyama, number one, Brandon Miller, number two, Scoot Henderson, number three, Amon Thompson, number four, Asar Thompson, number five, Anthony Black, number six, Bilal Kulabale, number seven, Jarris Walker, number eight, Taylor Hendricks, number nine. Kaysen Wallace, number 10. Jed Howard, number 11. Derek Lively, number 12. Grady Dick at number 13, which provided a lot of uh, value-tainment for us uh, at that time. Pelicans at number 14. Jordan Hawkins. Kobe Bufkin, 15 with the Hawks. Keontae George with number 16 with the Utah Jazz. Jalen Hood Shafino is who the Lakers picked out of Indiana, 6'6 guard, primarily at the point. 
Jaime Jaquez is at 18 with the Heat. Brandon Podziemski with the Warriors in 19. Cam Whitmore, who was the biggest dropper from the mocks, uh, he was projected to go as high and as number three in some mocks. He drafted, uh, he dropped all the way down to number 20 with the Rockets. 21 is Noah Clowney out of Alabama. 22 is Derek Whitehead, both picks made by Brooklyn. 23 is Chris Murray. 24 is Olivier Maxence Prosper out of Marquette, who goes to the Mavericks. Marcus Sasser of the Pistons at 25. Uh, ben Shepard out of Belmont goes to goes to the Pacers at 26. Nick Smith uh, out of Arkansas goes to the Charlotte Hornets at 27. Bryce Sensabaugh, Oklahoma State. He goes to the Jazz. Julian Strother goes to the Nuggets at 29. And Kobe Brown, right there for you, number 30 for the Clippers. That is your NBA draft first round, second round coming up. Zangerstein says, I like Podziemski. Golden State scouting is really good. True is two. Yes. Jamal said, man, you got to love JHS after watching his work in college highlights. Uh, his basketball IQ is amazing. We can officially say goodbye to D'Lo. So excited. Again, when Stone and some others telling me it wasn't the greatest pick, uh, definitely hoping that uh, we will be proven wrong and he'll be a good pickup for the Lakers. So I'm going to keep my own open. Uh, Adam says uh, we could have gotten Sensabaugh or Leonard Miller. Leonard Miller is still available, Adam. So have hope. Maybe he'll be there at 40. Uh, Zangerstein says being a Big Ten is probably the pool here because Rob likes those guys. Uh, I know Jet Howard was the biggest reach for me in my estimation. Uh, he was someone that had dropped into the 20s. And he got picked up, I think, at 11, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was the biggest reach for me. Guys, overall, I know you guys weren't that excited over what went on in the first round. Uh, Tom, we're only 10 picks away from the Lakers' next pick. Who are you looking for? Or who do you think the Lakers might pick up? I don't have any idea. I think that it's uh, hopefully it's somebody that they – that they've identified, you know, as in other words, they paid $4 million and, you know, to move up five slots, which is yeah. a lot of money to move up five slots in the say in the first half of the second round. Um, uh, I know that they tried a couple of the people. I know that they, uh, I hope they pick a center. I think it just is a perfect situation to, you know, you, you need somebody who can protect the rim when 80 is out. And it seems to me it makes sense to take somebody in that position to get a center because you get bigger at least. You get somebody big and athletic and who can put five fouls on any of the other Embiid's or the jokers that they run into and so forth. Uh, like, number 31 is already go. gone. He's uh, gone. Yes, James Nagy, Charlotte is acquiring James Nagy from Boston for the 34 and 39 picks. So Charlotte is getting uh, James Nagy. 
So there you go. So far, James Najee is gone. Uh, Adam Leonard Miller's still there. So Sanger Sign says JHS has the IQ and passing skills. Laker Tom is right that he is like Reeves, but he may have better ball handling, which I know is still an issue with me with, with Austin Reeves. Uh, we'll see. He appears uh, to be a good ball handler. He's uh but he's one of those guys who can dribble in a lot of traffic. Okay. You know, he's, he's not, he's, he's not a, he's, he, he doesn't go to the rim. Like, you know, he's not a, he's not one of these fast guards. He's, he's more of the reeds and more of the reeds and D'Lo type of, you know, weave his way in and so forth. And, and good little floater, good little floater, great mid-range jump shot. He looks like Chris Paul in a mid-range jump shot. He can elevate and just nails the thing every time. Um, and appears to have a good three-point stroke. Um, just to let you know, Denver is selecting. Beating the he, – different guys beat. When you, when you beat somebody by a pick, you can do it several different ways. A lot of guys, it's speed. Okay, this guy doesn't beat it with speed. He beats it with a ball handling. He's dribbling. He moves he, the ball. He's able to dribble and go wherever he wants to go because of how good he is a much better ball handler than Reeves is. Uh, number 32 has been chosen. That is Jalen Pickett for Denver. So the champs have picked up Jalen Pickett at number 32. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of you heard of him? I have heard of Jalen Pickett, uh, but he was not thought of that high, uh, you know, on a, a lot of mock drafts. But uh, looks like somebody that the you know that the that the champs may uh, be able to go ahead and take a chance on. So champs, they are the champions. Who? Denver. Never heard of them. Okay. Sorry, the one-time champion. How about that? Uh, Search and Troy says we lost Najee. Very upset about that. Uh, Zangerstein, he is a point guard, like a real point guard, not like a tweener. Uh, that's for JHS. Uh, again, the, the picks in the second round are coming a lot faster. Just to let you know, they are not given a full five minutes. They're given only two minutes per pick. Just to let you know. So we should be running through these uh, rather quickly. We're at pick number 33. 33 right now. Uh, who do we have at 33 as the results right now? Uh, 31st pick was the Hornets uh, going with James Naji. Nuggets at 32nd. Timberwolves are 33. The pick that they acquired with some second round draft picks. Uh, who do they pick? They are picking – no, I don't know yet. Okay, I thought that was going to come up, but no, not yet. Uh, we don't know yet who they are picking up. Uh, we'll see. So uh, definitely uh, looking forward to uh, seeing what the Lakers can do at number 40. And once again, appreciate everybody uh, sticking with us. I know everybody's getting a little bit tired dragging this out as all the drafts do. Joe, do you like the four-day process with the NFL on their draft? I don't like it, but I, I understand why they do it. I 
the NFL or Roger Goodell is a money whore in every aspect of every bit of life. <laughs> He's a piece of garbage that I can't stand. And he makes the owner's money, which as long as the money comes in, everyone will continue to suck up to him and everything around him. That's my answer to that. Okay. That's, but uh, here's the great thing. I don't watch okay. it. I don't watch 90% of what I used to watch when it comes to sports. I just stick to the games now. Adam, um, better get your tissue because Leonard Miller was just picked up by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Uh, he's out of the G League, uh, 6'10 power forward. So what about the power forward from UConn? Uh, Amoro, uh, he has not been picked up as of yet. Uh, I know. City uh, Susico. Huh? Uh, he's out of the, uh, the G League. Right. Overtime League. Yeah. No, uh, G League. See how they – no, he's he's out of the G League, not Overtime League. That's uh, Overtime League right here. I'm looking at it. Oh, okay. Uh Tankathon had uh, listed as as uh, G League, so it could be right. Well, that's, could a be right. that's a G League team. Overtime Elite is a G League team. No, they're not. They're not. They're not a. They're not. Overtime Elite is its own separate amateur team. They go play amateur and pro teams mm-hmm. around the world. Usually high school, AAU teams, but then they sometimes are able to play uh, foreign teams overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the G but League. I, is I, actually... I watched some video on this kid, and he's an incredible athlete. Mm-hmm. Adama Sanango, I think a UConn. I think that's what we were talking about in the chat as well. So yeah, um, maybe go after Ryan Rubert. Uh, Search and destroy said uh, he. Eh, you never... Livingston, the uh, clutch guy. Yeah, Armani Bates is another individual that was mentioned by Mississippi uh, the other day. Armani Bates, who was once the number one kid coming out of high school, uh, didn't work out in Memphis, had to go to Eastern Michigan, um, and but really dropped in the stock of the draft. So he could be available at number 40 as well. So we'll see. Right now, uh, what we have is Leonard Miller at number 33. Uh, who do we have at number 34? Boston selecting Colby Jones at number 34. Colby Jones at number 34. These are players that are not necessarily on the radar. He is, though, uh, late first round projected out of uh, Xavier. Colby Jones is, so... Uh, maybe a player that uh, could be, uh, you know, a good pickup for Boston. I hope not because, you know, they already got Chris Stops, which already got me uh, disappointed on that. ESPN has Vooks projected right around 40, Mark says, which could be a sign. It could be a sign right there. Vooks the, the draft needs to be this quick in the first round, too. I agree. See, because now, Joe, it it's caught up as far as the tweeting. They're not that far ahead now. You're not like. And, and I want to make it. And I want to make it very, very loud, very loud. I don't care about their these guys' personal lives. I don't care. 
just like they don't care about my personal life. It's fair, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to know who's going to get drafted where. I don't want to know about their past. I don't want to know about how they feel. You don't want to know about story. I don't want to see any feel good stories. I feel good without the stories. I feel good already. If you want to feel good story, there's a channel called the Lifetime Channel. You can go watch feel good stories there. This is basketball. Okay. Let's focus on the basketball part. But they like to milk the BS. And then we're here having to, you know, watch it. Luckily, I've had this on mute most of the time, obviously. So that's a good way to watch the draft. Is on mute. <laughs> Colby Jones, uh, the number 34 for pick for Boston is being traded to Sacramento. Uh, is Murray so, Bailey still open? Available? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. UCLA fans, uh, he is still available. Uh, Colby Jones is the number 34. So, yes, Colby Jones and the number 38 pick is, uh, you know, that's uh, going to uh, Sacramento. Actually, no, Sacramento's training their 38 pick. Boston's going to get the 38 pick and I think a se another second rounder. Let me actually get the logistics on the trade here. Uh, Celtics are trading Colby Jones to the Kings for the number 38 and a future second rounder. Okay, there you go. All right, got that straight now. All right. We're almost out. We're almost uh, done with the uh, the draft, guys. Keep keep a hold. I will also be re retweeting if there's any pickups for the Lakers on uh, big name undrafted players. So we'll see. Uh, I know that there's been a lot of interest in Drew Timmy by a lot of people out of Gonzaga. I know he did work out for the Lakers. Uh, I don't think he will be drafted. If he is, he's gonna probably probably be drafted very late. Um, also another player, Oscar Shibway, uh, the big time rebounder out of Kentucky. He's got a lot of holes in this game, but, uh, definitely can rebound probably better than anyone else in the draft. But, uh, offensively, he's got a lot of issues. Uh, I do know that, uh, Kobe Jones is good guys. 60% finishing at the rim. Yep, it uh, looks like he'll be a decent player. We'll see uh, if that's the case. But again, not going to the Lakers, though. Raiders Nation is here. Thanks so much. Appreciate you listening and watching. Is Pippen and Swider getting any playing time next season? I don't think Pippen uh, – Pippen's too small and doesn't shoot well. Uh, sometimes gets uh, overconfident and makes turnovers on the playmaking. Um I think Swider of the two might because because he can shoot. Uh, Laker Tom, any thoughts on uh, if the Lakers will keep Cole Swider and uh, Pippen uh, this year on the roster? You know, it's kind of funny. I I, I don't think either one of them are going to be kept. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny the the Lakers never seem to. I mean, I know Reeves made that jump through that same route to become a, a starter in the team, but almost all of the other players that we've brought in on two-way contracts have basically not lasted. And and you didn't see enough that they ever really got any playing time at the at the critical moments, you know. Now I could see with the new CBA that having three two-way players could mean that teams might just carry 13 active players on the roster 
because they can, you know, have a little more flexibility because the, the two-way players can play more games now than they used to be able to play. And maybe, you know, that's a way of, the way of just keeping, getting rid of one roster spot that you got there that you have to pay for a player that's going to be counting against your cap and so forth. So I, I think that there's, we see a lot of teams looking for, get they want to trade for expiring contracts because they want to get their cap, their cap sheets in order as they head into the next season. As soon as the, after that first test year goes by, then you're really going to have pressure to, they get your cap sheets very clean or otherwise you're going to get not just financial penalties, but, but competitive penalties that make you not able to compete at the same level as other teams. I will tell you right now, though, uh, the bulls have just acquired the wizards 35th pick and they're going for uh, Julian Phillips right now. So Julian Phillips has just been chosen. Uh, he, he looks like the, it's getting closer to the Lakers uh, don't know yet uh, for sure who they will pick. Uh, still Gigi Jackson, Vukcevic still available. Uh, like we talked about before, Amari Bailey, uh, Adama Sanango, uh, Mohamed Gai. Uh, those are some of the Patriots uh, players that are still available. Keontae Johnson. Uh, yeah, so some players still out there. Ham is bad, according to Zangestein, at giving young guys playing time within the 82 games. You're right. That's why we didn't think uh, Max Christie was prepared to give us anything in the playoffs. Compare that to how Vogel played THT at times, not just garbage time. Honestly, Lakers rarely have a garbage time last year. This is true. Uh, Intel Wild says a draft night, a draft night, snack pack, baby. Yeah, absolutely. It's our draft special. Truly appreciate it. Mississippi Dog, uh, Mississippi Dog says Rob Palinka fumbled again. Only way to make up for that horrible pick is to pick Imani Bates at forty. I said that. I remembered that you were in. Uh, I didn't hear you with say. Imani I didn't Bates. hear you say that, Gerald. I think. I don't, yes, I, don't I did. No, I, I said you, said you weren't listening to anything I said. I don't you think go you said check that. the no. video. Check no. the video for about ten minutes no, ago. No, I think you'll, you'll doctor check the, the, the video. Check the video. Check the video. Yes, check the video. I'm right. I know. I'm the. I don't believe it. Yeah, well, don't believe it, but I know the truth. Just check it. It's on YouTube. No, but no, I'm the Lakers, they got to pick the Mar- yeah, You can't handle tr- you know, you're You can't Texas. handle it. You can't handle it. I'm Tom Cruise. You can't handle the truth. But you're Jack Nicholson. You're the guy that no, you got want sent the up truth. The, you, know, you, got, you got sent up the river. Yes. The Celtics are going to have pick number 39 now, right before yes! us. So they can screw us. Yes. That's the only reason they traded for 39. You know that. Okay. <laughs> okay, Tom. All right. That's the only reason why they had that pick. Okay. They're gonna All they're right. gonna pick uh the guy I wanted at 39. Uh I hate the NBA. It's James Naji. Dreams are crushed. Uh Scarlet's uh blue says it's too early to say a horrible pick. Give the guy a break. I agree. Let's give the kid a break. We don't know how he's gonna develop. Um, Zanger Science said Imani base does look good, looks like a recreation prospect. Um, we'll see again. He had the talent to be number one in his high school class at one time. So, Scarlet and Blue says Amari Bailey reminds me sort of Byron Scott. Uh, so there's some uh, high praise right there. If that's the case, uh, that turns out. 
Again, uh, 35th pick was the Bulls acquiring the, from the Wizards and Julian Phillips. Uh, that's the pick. Uh, next pick is going to be 36. So we're still seeing what's going on. On a conference call, Mike Trudeau reported that Jalen Huchavino described himself as an all-around player who checks a lot of boxes. He said he was a three-level scorer who can defend multiple positions, and he thinks he's having a big, strong frame. Uh, will help towards that end. So obviously sounds, coming in a little bit. Sounds like the Jay Billis analyzation. Every person is great potential, great prospect. Blah 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 blah. You know, you know who he was hard on, Joe? Svi. Remember Svi Mihailik? When the Lakers picked him, he's like short arms, short arms. Kid won't stick in the league. Short arms. And he was right. Yeah, he couldn't make a shot to save his life. Still playing the league, Joe. I I forgot. He is still Toronto, New York. He's still been playing the league. Uh, Mississippi Doc says only other picks is by, besides base uh, at 40 is Gigi Jackson and Vuksevich. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, still at number 36 right now. We're uh, keeping an eye on the, the big board right now. Uh, we're at 35, Julian Phillips. Uh, Andre Jackson out of UConn is going to the Bucks at 36. Uh Tom, I think they're good. The Celtics are going to do a trade because they've got 38 and 39. They're going to trade one of those away, at least. Zangerstein said no podcast talked about JHS except for Mike Garcia, who, by the way, said that Lakers should buy a second in 2021 to draft Austin Reeves, who chose to be undrafted after talks with the Lakers. Good for him, Z. He can go ahead and pat himself on the back. Absolutely. All right. Intel Wild, we don't want to know about their IG model girlfriends. That's right, Joe, right? We don't want to know about their Instagram girlfriends. I don't care. I know others do. I don't give a crap about any of these guys' personal lives. And they're appreciative of it, I'm sure, right? I'm not going to go walk around and <laughs> when I see them in public. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to know about your story. I don't care how hard it was or how easy it was. I don't care. I'm here to watch basketball. I'm here to watch the sports. That's it. I don't have time Stone, to be thinking about things. Stone is on our playback. Stone Hansen's on our playback. How you doing, my friend? Can you hear me? I think you're on mute. Why does uh, it still say you? Denver? Why does it still say Denver's picking 40? I I don't know. I've got another list up that says the Nuggets are 37, Celtics 38, 39, and then uh, I've got uh, the Lakers at 40. Mark, Stone, it's important. You... Yeah, Mark, it's important to understand that as this thing ascends, I'm not going to be doing interviews with players and wanting to know uh, what, what they eat for breakfast. Matter of fact. I'll rarely ever do any of that stuff anyways. We're here to do a show about the Lakers and throw some funny stuff here and there, and that's it. I'm not Valutainment. Here. Yeah, we're here about trying to entertain people within what we're talking about here. And I don't I don't want to – I don't care. I don't care, and if I don't care, I'm not doing it. I don't care if they sit there and tell me, hey, we'll make this much money in advertisement. I don't care. Gerald, you know, you, Gerald likes 
that kind of stuff. Let Gerald do it. I'm not doing it. I, I like advertising. I like sponsoring. I like. See, sponsoring. there you go. See, solves both Simba, things. Simply is not a sponsor. Well, that, and again, I never asked Gerald to talk about my company. He was nice enough to do it, and I appreciate it. Well, at least it. I could do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stone, but, you uh, there? You there on playback? Stone, where are you, man? Of course, you get here, then I got to go. You might want to join us on the YouTube feed. You might want to join us on Talk Studio. Maybe it's an issue with your uh, playback if you're still on both channels. Oh, but I hope you can get you on, man. I'm really hoping. I left that one. Were you there? I never heard you on. I hear dishes. That's not that's Laker that's, Tom. That's Mrs. Laker Tom. Yes. Oh, you were on the upside swings playback. Oh, okay. All right. Any chance you could join me on Talk Studio? Do you want me to send you the link? I gotta go, guys. All right. See you, Joe. Thanks for being here. Appreciate all the help Appreciate over it. the hours that you were here. Later, I will go ahead and send it See to you. Later, you. Joe. Later, guys. All right. I'm going to send it to you. Joe's gone, but uh, Stone Hansen, we're going to try and get in right now. Uh, looking forward to bringing him back on with us, hearing his thoughts. Uh, Stone, I'm sending it to you now via Twitter. Uh, you'll get it right away right here, here in a, just a few seconds. All right. That. Boom. Right there. And I'm going to email it as you, well, just in case you didn't get it. Okay, right there. Stone. All right. All right. Well, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate it. Uh, it is Gerald Glassford along with Laker Tom. Hopefully, we can get Stone Hansen. There, Stone. All right. Let me get you in here, Stone. I'm going to say right. goodbye now, too, Gerald. All Thanks right. Well, then. Everybody's leaving us, Stone. Laker <laughs> Tom says bye. I'm turning it over to Stone. Joe Stone, Stone said bye. I'll catch the rest us. of it. I'll catch the rest of it tomorrow. Bye bye. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for all you did today. Appreciate it. Stone, great to have you here. Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. He's in purple and gold, just <laughs> like I am. Good to have you here, my friend. All right, uh, I did tell everybody what you told me as far as JHS. <laughs> Okay, here it comes. Your thoughts, yeah. my friend, on Jalen Hood Shavino. Um, yeah, I, I hate the pick. Uh, I, I think this was a terrible pick. We had Pod Ziemski on the board. We had Cam Whitmore on the board, which was a huge faller. Then we had Nick Smith Jr., Sensabaugh. Like, I think there's so many better picks that we could have made. Uh, I think like, Hood Shavino is a second-round type pick to me. I knew he was going to go in the first round, obviously, but not somebody I would have taken there. I think that he's just uh, not a very good spot-up shooter. He's just inconsistent right now. It, it could be serviceable. He's a really good passer, uh, but he can't really create advantages because his handle's not super great, uh, and he's not super explosive, uh, and the finishing is really awful. I think he shot like 52% at the rim or something for Indiana, uh, and it shows up on film. Like, he's just not explosive around the rim, not a very versatile finisher, uh, and a pretty awful defender, like, in every aspect, despite having a good frame and size. Just not somebody I, I really value, it. especially at 17. I thought it was a big blow of a pick. Uh, Clutch Sports, uh, latest thing from Shams, says that Chris Livingston uh, says that, uh, I guess, Clutch Sports, Rich Paul said this, uh, told several teams not to take Chris Livingston. Is this uh, a sense that the Lakers could be I taking him? 
I really hope not. That would be like the all-time worst case scenario for the Lakers. Um, uh, he's he's 18 and he's he's young, but that's like the only thing going for him. I think he's a pretty bad just basketball player in general. Um, and nothing jumps out as far as the numbers. No, he's just not good. Like on defense and offense, he can't shoot, he can't finish, he can't pass, uh, can't defend. There's just really nothing there. Um, I, I'd be pretty upset if the Lakers wasted a two-way spot on him. Um, we'll see though. They're picking at forty coming up here soon. I was just jumping in for that because I'm still on the upside swing stream, so I'll, I'll just it. stay through forty. Um, okay, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, <clears throat> Zangerstein says uh, she thinks that his handles are good, but because he's not fast, it looks like he's not good handling it. He just lacks athleticism. The uh, the handles are. It's not like he's uncoordinated or anything, but he just can't get anywhere, right? His handles are not reactive enough to compensate for the lack of speed. Like, he's just such a poor athlete in pretty much every traditional sense of athleticism that um, he can't get around guys because the handle is fine. It's not, like, awful, but it's it's not good enough to compensate for how bad of an athlete he is. Uh, here it comes right now. The Lakers are on the clock because so, the Celtics did make back-to-back second-round picks of Jordan Walsh from out of Arkansas. <sighs> Could have been a great and pick. And Muhammad Guy at Washington State. You were looking like you wanted Jordan Walsh for the Lakers. Yeah, that would have been a great pick for the Lakers. I'm upset that, you know, my hope is this is Terquavion Smith or City Sissoko. That would be, like, my, my dream right there. Um, we'll see how it goes, but. Those would be like my two, the two picks I'd really, really want. Well, I'm very concerned if you are. <laughs> Again, uh, Rich Paul sent uh, out the notice to several teams to not take Chris Livingston because there's a guaranteed spot in the second round. Not many spots left. I'm kind of worried, and it is clutch that there's Chris a, Livingston. There, there's a lot of, I'll tell you right now, that there's a lot of, agents doing that right now with with teams telling them it might not all be public yet but there's probably a good seven eight nine guys that are are texting right now with their agents telling teams don't pick me because we want to choose where we're going all right it's going to be maxwell lewis uh Hmm. for the lakers at number 40 maxwell lewis everyone is the pick at number 40 your thoughts my friend out of pepperdine uh, I think the Lakers got a better pick at 40 than they did at 17. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I, seriously, like I think Max is um, he's a bit of a de- development guy, but I think he could do a bit of everything. Like I really like his uh, shooting. Um, I think that he uh, is a, a pretty good shooter. He's very inconsistent defensively. Um, he's somebody that they're going to have to work on. He's probably not going to play a whole lot of minutes in his rookie year, but I think, you know, in the next two, three years, he can be uh, pretty decent. Um, I think he's a really good passer out of the pick and roll, especially for his size. One of the most flexible wings I've ever seen. He's extremely flexible. The shin angles he gets towards driving towards the rim is really interesting. Um, they, they definitely could have been, could have been worse here with pick 40. So I'm pretty good with this. I like this pick. Um, doesn't make up for 17 at all. I think that was, I, I, and I'm not even being hyperbolic and I'm trying to look this, look at this without the Lakers lens. Like I do think it's in contention for the worst pick in the first round. Um, 
but we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully uh, you are wrong on that one. I'm hopeful <laughs> that he'll be a lot better. Can I ask you before you go, because I know you still do upside swings on their play. Why did Cam Whitmore drop so dramatically? Was it injury scares, concerns? Um, from what I have heard, it was something, not, not any particular instance, but I heard he wasn't interviewing that well um, with teams and, and his workouts weren't going well, which I think is pretty ridiculous because I think it's you, you shouldn't be basing your your whole scouting process off of like a you know one day interview and workout type thing I think you have a full season of that um and I mean yeah I'm I that would have been like a home run pick for the Lakers I feel like he's he he could have been that sort of player where the Lakers can have a wing that can play both ends can shoot finish and I think they blew that in a big way you and I both, my friend, you and I both uh, said that on the air. And see, when you see this, his name starting to drop and that someone who I had actually taken some time to, to watch, and he was as high as number three in some mock drafts. So uh, I know a lot of people liked him and to see him drop so far, he's going to be the talk, I think, of the first round going forward uh, because uh, the, people are going to have a lot of eyes on to see if he's going to be closer to the people that many projected or if he was closer to the pick that they actually made. Yeah. I, I think um, it's tough too. like the Rockets isn't even the best fit for him because now they have a lot of guys that are going to demand operating within like 15 uh, feet of the rim. Um, we'll see what we do in undrafted free agency. That's what I'm really looking forward to because uh, a lot of times, you know, we have a, pretty good success in that range. Um, and I think Max Lewis was a pretty fine pick. I actually like Max Lewis here more than I liked the Max Christie pick um, last year. Like I think really? Lewis is the better prospect, um, but I'm, I'm very out on Hidshif, you know, uh, with that said though, uh, I'll definitely catch you tomorrow um, and we'll try and do a recap episode, but I'm going to hop yes. right back over because I'm on the other stream as well. No worries, my friend. Uh, enjoy. Once again, this Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Stone Hansen's going to join me tomorrow for a full episode of the Lakers Fast Break, but also catch all the great stuff that they're doing at the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Great to have had you here, Stone. Uh, you're always welcome back, and I will see you tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to hearing your thoughts. All righty. Sounds good. We'll see you then, Gerald. You got it, my friend. Appreciate it um search and destroy i'm not leaving yet we're gonna i told you i'll be here all draft long and that's what i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna go ahead and finish out the second round with you and, and tell you right now amari bailey went to the horner side of ucla uh he was picked up so looking forward to seeing what he can do you know laker tom is so high in those ucla bruins uh up next is the wizards at 42 uh definitely looking to see what what they can do there. But yes, if you were listening on watching and watching on playback on Trovo, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, also as well, of course, right here on YouTube, I cannot thank you enough for being part of what we do here again. Salute to stone for stopping by. He's on his upside swings, NBA draft podcast on playback. If you want to catch that, uh, but Max Lewis out of Pepperdine, uh, you heard the thoughts of Stone. He's a lot higher on that pick for the Los Angeles Lakers than he is on Jalen Hood Shafino. 
Empire Jeff says he's not mad at all. I know Mississippi Dog, he was looking at maybe getting uh, Gigi Jackson, the youngest player in the draft, uh, maybe getting uh, after Imani Bates. Maybe Imani Bates might slip out of the draft. We'll see. Uh, maybe the Lakers can pick him up then. Uh, Intel says Magic Man. Uh, that's again, that's all up to him. Love to have him back on, but that's, uh, you know, he's going uh, in doing some Magic Man things right now up in Canada, but I wish him all the best. Uh, Zangerstein says she loves Maxwell Lewis. Uh, Maxwell Lewis is someone that, again, out of Pepperdine, uh, looks like he, he takes a lot of the boxes uh, as far as uh, a wing is concerned, which, again, seemed to be a priority for the team, getting some size and some wing help. Hopefully he can get a little bit better out of shooter. Uh, his numbers at Pepperbine were uh, 17 points a game, six rebounds, three assists, about 80% from the line, just under it, and then also 35% from three, but that's the college three. So I'm hoping he'll be able to extend his range and get that a little bit better, see if we can trend towards uh, 40% on that. That would be outstanding, but... I don't expect too much too soon from Maxwell. Maybe we'll get a better look at him in summer league, whether it's Las Vegas or in Northern California. Uh, when that happens here in just a couple weeks uh, or less than a couple weeks here. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The, again, the Lakers have chosen at number 17, Jalen Huchifino at number 17. Uh, the Lakers have also selected Maxwell Lewis at 40. Uh, Michael <laughs> Michael Baumgarten, great to have you here. Oi, we really already have enough guards available. We need a center. I agree. Uh, we do need some height and some size. Maybe something that Rob is still working on uh, as far as getting a starting center so that we can move AD to the four. Looking forward to seeing what they can go ahead and do with that. Uh, Tristan Vucevic did just get picked up by Washington. So the size there, uh, I know we were eyeing him a little bit. He just went to Washington. Uh, that was at number 42. So Tristan Vucevic, or Vucevic, uh, he went at number 42. Uh, getting some size, and he does have a little bit of shooting technique. Uh, not a good rebounder, so I know that was what I was concerned with, but he was able to give you some size, which, again, as you pointed out, uh, Michael, that that's correct. We do need some size. Hopefully we can get some uh, you know, size in free agency. Where I'm Lopez, but he might go for too much. I know a lot of people are talking about Mason Plumley or Jacopoto. Those guys, uh, I mean, they're all right, uh, rim protecting, rebounding, but they're both horrible free throw shooters. Uh, Michael says Lakers dominate when we have size. Gasol, Bynum, and Odom, three trips to the finals. Uh, you're right, some size would help us, especially if we could slide AD to the four, which I know is a priority for Joe. Uh, Denver with three players, 6'10 and over, equals a championship. Again, you're right, the, the size would have been much better if the Lakers could have go ahead and been able to go ahead and get some more size. They do have size in the backcourt and a wing to go along with it, 6'6 six, six and 6'7. Six, 
Uh, we'll see if that's going to be effective for the team. I know that the JHS picks is very mixed. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I, I personally would have liked Cam Whitmore at number 17. Um, AD literally has repeatedly said he does not want to play five consistently. You're right, Michael. Uh, and of course, when we won the championships, he was the number four. He was not playing the five too much uh, unless they went small. So, yeah, uh, I agree with you. The size is going to be an issue for the Lakers, but I truly appreciate everyone being here. Thanks so much again for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. It's the Lakers fast break. Going to go ahead for those on Instagram, come on over to YouTube. Uh, go ahead and check us out there, Lakers Fast Break. Like and subscribe. Going to go ahead and center everything around YouTube and Facebook for the rest of the draft. And then also our friends on F Facebook as well. Uh, going ahead and stop in the stream there for everything that's going on right there on Instagram. Uh, thanks so much for everybody watching listening. It is Gerald Glassford still here for you. We're going to go ahead and finish out the draft for you tonight's draft. Zangerstein says, why do the Lakers nail shooting guard like Austin or Max Christie? Great on drafting wings like Hart's coo Hart, Coos, et cetera, but horrible drafting point guards. JHS guy is like D'Lo, not good athletically, but doesn't get to the basket a lot. Yeah, I'm not exactly in love with the pick either from what I've seen. I'm hoping I'm going to be wrong. I'm hoping that a lot of us are going to be wrong about that you heard stone handsome from the upside swings nba draft podcast michael says six seven and 195 pounds we already have lightweight guys by the dozen uh again uh maxwell lewis was thought of better i just think that you know at number 17 we had better options than jhs uh but again it looks like the lakers were trying to map things out as far as get some size in the backcourt and maybe some wing help uh, Zanger sign says I'm still watching clips and his shots are mainly mid range. Yeah. He's effective off the mid range does not like to shoot the three. Cause he does not shoot it well as he gets Zangerstein. I think he's going to have to realize that he's going to have to shoot more outside and that could be problematic for the Lakers. If that's the case, uh, you know, he's going to have to develop his game. Uh, again, Lakers are, uh, did get Maxwell Lewis from Pepperdine at number 40. Uh, at number 41 was Amari Bailey. Number 42 was Tristan Vukcevic. Uh, he's the uh, big seven-foot center. Uh, unfortunately, Lakers did not decide to go ahead and get him and see if he could develop as a talent. Uh, Maxwell Lewis, uh, you know, pretty good pick, according to Stone Hansen out of Pepperdine. Ryan Rupert, I know his name was mentioned earlier in our chat. A guard, uh, he was picked up by the Trailblazers. We're at number 44 with the San Antonio Spurs as of right now, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is our live NBA draft coverage. Appreciate everybody watching, listening. Thanks so much for being a part of what we do here. Cannot thank you enough and truly appreciate it. Again, if you're on playback, got to give you a big shout out. Big shout out to Aussie and everybody else out there that's been watching on our playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Uh, that's where our, we will be at for our games, our live coverage of the Lakers games coming up later this year so definitely looking forward to that and maybe even do some summer league we might do some summer league streaming there we'll see if that's available to us uh michael uh says that castleton had 78 blocks in the senior season uh as a senior four-year player you know those guys uh, get either taken late or sometimes undrafted so you're right uh michael he could be looking at him as a undrafted player similar to what we saw with austin reeves you saw how well that turned out 
Mark says, I hope the Lakers scouting department made the pick number 17. If it was a front office, I am concerned. You and I both, because, you know, if it was Rob Palenka, you know, his track history is like that all over the place. And while he did have a good trade deadline, he's had a couple years, actually more than a couple years of, of uh, influence and then some, some really poor moves. Uh, so we'll see. Michael Baumgartner, he's uh, Michael ba- Michael Baumgarten. He said 6'11", 240 pounds with a 7'3 wingspan. He really likes his Castleton kids, so let's hope he can get them. That's cat size. Uh, man, if he could shoot like cat, that would be a different story altogether, Michael. That would be uh, insane. That would be awesome. But uh, definitely looking forward to seeing if the Lakers can go ahead and pick some up with size as an undrafted free agent because their draft is essentially over for them. Uh, right now, it is the Spurs in number 44. The Spurs in number 44. Who will they pick? Uh, we're going to keep on looking out right now for it. And uh, right now, we have uh, CD Cisco uh, went to the Spurs in number 44. So up next is the Grizzlies. We're almost finished with this draft, everyone. Almost finished. Getting down to the last uh, you know, 15 or so picks. Remember, there are two picks that are. Uh, not going to be made available due to infractions based off of tampering uh, issues. So uh, Michael Baum, Michael Baum uh, Garden said he can score and is good in the pick and roll. Uh, hopefully that that might be the case that the Lakers might pick him up. You're you're very high on him, so I'm rooting for you that that he, they can go ahead and at least send him an invite to summer league, uh, which would be great if the Lakers could get him as an undrafted free agent. And, and we could see that how good he is in the in summer league because that's when really those players get a chance to uh, start to develop, start to see some things that, that maybe uh, stand out. We saw that with Austin Reeves. Remember years ago, everyone, when Kuzma and Josh Hart and, you know, the players from that era, the ball, uh, you know, obviously were, were great parts of what we did and what we saw at that time when they got the, the summer league championship and then, they all went on to uh, some good things as far as in the league to become good rotation players. And Kuzma is all set to become a free agent to see what kind of contract he can get. Josh Hart's looking for a good contract as well. So those guys are looking for some nice paydays. Uh, right now, uh, when it comes to the latest news, uh, Memphis is picking up Gigi Jackson at number 45, the youngest player in the draft. He's going to be uh, a development pick, but I think that's a good pick for Memphis uh, to get him at number 45 uh, to see if they can go ahead and develop him and see if he might be able, you know, two, three years down the line. There's no rush with Gigi Jackson. Uh, he's going to take a little while to develop uh, to see. I know that Mississippi Dog uh, wanted to see him as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, but unfortunately he's going to the Memphis Grizzlies instead who also picked up uh, Marcus Smart. And so they've had a very active uh, week as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing what the Lakers can do as far as picking up some undrafted free agents that can fill some needs or possibilities at least. Because, uh, you know, these guys, uh, they rarely get a chance to come off the as an undrafted free agent to give us time right away. Even Austin Reeves uh, had to, you know, take some time before he got into the rotation. Uh, Michael says that the Lakers were too little and it showed in the Western Conference Finals. I think the Spurs, when they had success, Robinson to Duncan, the Twin Towers. Uh, again, you know, we're, we're looking for some more size as well. We've been saying it all day. Uh, Joe's been talking about finding a starting five. 
Looks like we're going to have to go ahead and trade or maybe find one in free agency. Who that might be, I'm not sure because you're right. AD at four is uh, it's going to wear AD down. We saw that in the playoffs. He started to tire, you know, that level of defensive intensity that we saw in the first round and even in the second round. Uh, by the time we got to the Western Conference Finals, he was, uh, again, uh, a little bit uh, fatigued and worn out. I'd love to see him play off uh, as a number four with a nice big to go ahead and, and face off against Jokic, but we'll see what happens. Uh, again, we are still waiting on the rest of the picks to go down. It should be almost uh, to number 45 right now with the Memphis Grizzlies. Again, they picked up Gigi Jackson. It's the Hawks now at 46. And then after that are the Pacers and the Clippers. So we'll see what these teams are going to do to finish out the rest of the draft. Uh, Michael says the Lakers won the bubble because they had size. You're absolutely correct. Uh, they, they did win. They won because of their size, but they also won because of their defense overall from the backcourt with uh, Alex Caruso, KCP, and they won because also their transition. They also won because they had a lot. They Anytime they were able to go ahead and push the tempo, uh, they were very successful in doing so. Um, Mississippi says Rob is a fool. We only hired him because he was Kobe's agent. Tired of this horrible front office. Bus family needs to sell the team. You got Kurt Rambis and his wife over there helping make decisions. <laughs> These are a lot of things that were said for such a long time before the trade deadline. Then everybody was throwing Rob some flowers, uh, but it looks like those flowers have kind of wilted right now. So uh, definitely looking forward to seeing if, if Rob was going to prove us all wrong. Joe Soros says, ha, 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 he, I think he liked your response, Mississippi. Joe Soros liked your response. Joe, if you can get back on to finish the, the show with me, let me know, man. I would love to have you back on here for the last few. Because uh, Stone did have to go back to the Upside Swings NBA Draft podcast uh, feed. Uh, great to have everyone here. Playback.tv, South Sacred Fast Break. Aussie. Uh, truly appreciate uh, you being part of what we do. I know you're heading on out there on, on playback. Uh, great coverage today. Appreciate everyone's patience with our problems earlier on playback. Playback did apologize, uh, but glad to see everything worked out there. Uh, Joe said he'll try be late business thing. Of course, running Simblades. I don't blame you a bit, my friend. Simblades with a Y.com. I know uh, that everybody's starting to tire and everybody's starting to head it out, but still the draft is there and, Got some picks left, and I said I would stick it out with you all the way, and that's what I'm going to do right here at the Lakers fast break. Uh, I do know, again, last pick, uh, Memphis got Gigi Jackson. Let's see who Atlanta picks up. Atlanta's next on the list. Uh, Atlanta is hopefully going to pick the Seth Lundy. Seth Lundy is at 46. So uh, Seth Lundy is at 46. I'd love to hear your thoughts, though. What are your thoughts on the Lakers draft? Please let us know in the chat, the best Lakers chat that's out there right there at the Lakers fast break. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. And, you know, your thoughts on if who the Lakers might be able to pick up as an undrafted free agent uh, coming off someone who is undrafted. You know, those undrafted players like Austin Reeves, the scouting department has a good eye for that. You know, obviously how Austin uh, Reeves uh, filled out as a player who's going to get really paid by the Lakers or some other team in the off season. So definitely looking forward to seeing how that holds out. Uh, as we, uh, run down the final picks again, Seth Lundy is at 46, uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. 
uh, looking to see who's next. It would be, I believe, Indiana that's next, and then the Clippers uh, after that. So looking forward to seeing who they pick next. Uh, Seth Lundy is picked uh, out of Penn State, 6'5 guard. He's picked actually right around where he was projected at. Most of the drafts I saw, most of the mocks, have him in the mid-40s. So that's right where right where they were uh, expecting he would be picked. Uh, interesting. A lot of these guys are risers, and uh, some are, are steep decliners. And he was picked right around where he was supposed to go. So sometimes they get it right. You never know that. But Michael says, keep up the good work. So disappointed in that second-round pick. We traded up in the second round for a player who will likely do little to help us get past Joker. Joker. Duly noted, uh, go Lakers. Have a great night. You too, Michael. I thank you for stopping by. Please like and subscribe to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. So if you're on Facebook, please like our page. And it always tells you when we go live on the air with one of our great shows, like tomorrow when I go live on the air with Stone Hansen from the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast and maybe even Lakers weekend shows. Uh, uh, I'll see if the Lakerholics crew wants to go ahead and do a Lakers uh, weekend show coming up here. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, Intel, yes. Cam Whitmore did get picked up. Uh, he was picked up at number 20 by Houston. Number 20 by Houston, Intel. So uh, I that's the one I think that hurts me the most. I think when you see a player projected that high, if it wasn't injuries and it was just an attitude thing, I really think that you should have gone for it. Uh, if it wasn't injury related, if it was what Joe said and it was bad interviews and workouts, those are something that you can just, you know, take it or leave it. But man, the, the guy was projected to be in the top four. Some people even had him in number three and you let him slip by. And that's the one I think that's going to hurt me the most. If he develops into the player that he was originally projected at, We'll see. He could be a steal for Houston. So uh, looking forward to seeing how his career develop and also JHS. I'm hoping JHS proves many of them wrong. Zangerstein is happy with the pick. I know a lot of people out there are not. Uh, Michael says, go Lakers. Go Lakers indeed. Great to have you here and everybody else here. I know that the, the numbers are not what they once were, but appreciate everybody spending some time with us tonight. Uh, I know everybody's kind of Tired out from uh, the draft, finally dwindling down to the final picks. Uh, we're getting to number 47, Mojave King. The Pacers select Mojave King at 47. Uh, Mojave King is uh, not on that many uh, uh, draft boards as far as the top uh, second round. So maybe we're starting to see some reaches by uh the teams now they that's like they know something that we don't when it concerns some of these players uh mojave king let me look up mojave king real quickly because i did not look at his uh footage he's out of new zealand uh he did play for the g league uh and as far as playing out of the the g league uh what six five uh looks the player so We'll see what he can do uh, for us as, you know, or for the play, for the Pacers right there. So Pacers have had a very active uh, tr trade market and draft market because they did trade with Denver and they also traded with the Lakers. So that would have been the pick that the Lakers would have had as the number 47 pick right there. Mojave King out of the G League and New Zealand. 
interesting that they went that route with some other players like Imani Bates. I know Mississippi Dog was looking at Imani Bates uh, being picked up. Uh, you know, he was a top ranked recruit out of high school and to see how they, he has fallen in the stock. Kind of surprising, very kind of surprising. So uh, definitely looking forward to seeing if he can develop still as a player or if uh, it's just going to be one of those uh, definitely sad stories to see there. So uh, looking forward to seeing how this rest of this draft will shape out uh, as far as what we can look forward to on a basis from, uh, of course, the picks that the Lakers made. I know Maxwell Lewis does not tick a lot of the boxes for a lot of people out there, but he seemed to be a good pick that Stone Hanson likes. I saw some footage of him, and I came away, okay, uh, could be someone in the second round, and definitely was someone in the second round that was p- picked up by the Lakers. Then you also had, also as well, uh, Jalen Huchifino, uh, who is projected right around there, uh, right around the, the mid-teens as well. So we'll see what happens as far as JHS. I know JHS, according to Stone, is not the player he would picked, and he'll go back into detail upon it. Here, coming up here in a few, uh, still running down the picks with you. Again, uh, Pacers are at 47. As long as I got my voice, I'll keep on uh, shouting at you guys and keep on uh, – uh, telling you what's going on, and then we'll go ahead and close it out here at the end of the draft here. Remember, two of the picks uh, are not going to be made available. There's only 58, not 60 picks tonight. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing who is left. Uh, Tracravion Smith was a name that was even thought of in the first round. He is still available. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing what, what could be the offering for him because I know his name was bandied about. I know that uh, everybody's getting a – Getting a little tired out there as far as on the comment board as well. The best Lakers chat room that's out there is the Lakers Fast Break. Truly great everyone here being a part of what we're doing. Everybody who spent some time with us tonight, I cannot thank enough. You guys have been tremendous on the chat. Truly appreciate it. Who do we got next coming up here? Next pick coming up is, and I notice uh, Wojnowski's not really trying anymore to put anything out. Uh, JHS, according to Mike Trinnell, was excited to hear his name. The Lakers were the first team I worked out for. Great visit, great workout, great meeting. Just hearing my name called by the Lakers was kind of crazy because I've always been a Kobe fan. Yes, always Kobe fan. There are always Kobe fans, which is great. It was a full circle moment for me. Uh, the Lakers made a significant commitment, according to Dave McMenamin, to make sure that they could get a chance at Maxwell Lewis by sending $4 million to Indiana to move up from 47 to 40. The rangy six foot seven forward out of Pepperdine made a major impression in his pre-draft workout for the team. Well, he's going to have to make a major impression and keep on making that impression because we'll see what the Lakers are going to do with him. Um, With uh, what's going on with the rest of the draft here, we're at number 48. Number 48 is the Clippers. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm sorry. The Cleveland Cavaliers are selecting Imani Bates, Oh, that was at 49. So 48. Uh, we don't have 48 as of yet. I'm looking at 48 because Shams reported 47 and did not report 48. He reported 49, So, but did not report 48. So 47 was Mojave King. Jordan Miller of the Miami Hurricanes is going next for the Clippers. And Imani Bates is going for the Cavaliers at number 49. So Imani Bates has now been taken the saga 
uh, I guess for now is over for Imani Bates after being what one of the top rated kids out of high school. He goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers at number 49 after having a uh, uh, trouble times at Memphis, I believe, and then had to go ahead and try and res- resurrect his career at Eastern Michigan. And unfortunately it's led to him sliding down in the draft. Uh, he is now uh, at uh, 49 with Cleveland. So we have eight more picks to go, eight more picks to go. So we'll see what happens. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate everyone out being here. Those that are still left, uh, truly appreciate everyone being here. I hope you enjoyed the reactions of Joe, myself, and Laker Tom. Uh, Laker Nick was on with us, uh, and I truly appreciate the time that he took Laker Nick in the uh, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Joe was there as well. Jamie Sweet was in our chat room for a little while, so glad to see that he was up and about uh, here in the Lakers fast break as well. Cannot thank everyone enough for the time that they've taken in, in going ahead and watching along with us for as far as the draft is concerned. But again, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the last to uh, select right now at 49 with Imani Bates. Uh, we'll see who's at number 50 and what they get. I don't see many trades being done now. I think the activity has kind of slowed down as well for the NBA. The Oklahoma City Thunder at number 50 is next. And you can't take these, these picks for granted. You never know which of these picks this late in the draft I'm going to hit. Nikola Jokic is an example of a second rounder that obviously uh, was very successful. So Max Christie, you're hoping for that same kind of success or at least some kind of success for the Lakers as a second rounder. Same thing with Maxwell Lewis now out of Pepperdine, who the Lakers selected at 40 to see if he could be someone that the Lakers can go ahead and eventually get in the rotation. And, of course, Jalen hood Uh, We'll see how well he can do for the Lakers as the number 17 pick. Again, I'm hopeful that he can contribute right away and can contribute consistently uh, to the Lakers' cause and be in the rotation. If he doesn't get in the rotation right away, uh, I am concerned that it was going to be a wasted pick. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens again with this. We'll see how it develops out starting at Summer League. Uh, the next pick we have is Keontae Johnson. Keontae Johnson out for OKC at number 50. Uh, Keontae Johnson, we've been tossing around his name for a little while now. Uh, he was someone that was in the running. At, at going to be like an early second rounder projected or mid-second rounder. Uh, 6'5", senior out of Kansas State. Uh, decent score. Uh, doesn't bring a whole lot out of that that eyes pop out at you for any any type of uh, big numbers. Uh, three pointers. Uh, he is a good shooter. Forty uh, percent from three. The free the free throws are at seventy one percent. So it kind of makes you wonder: Can he duplicate that at the big level? Can he duplicate the good shooting at the at the pro level? So we'll see what what Keontae can do for for OKC uh, at pick number 50, if he can make it the team. Because you remember, OKC has like 30,000 picks that they can still play with, uh, pretty much more than anybody right now. So we'll see what happens there. But again, it is the Lakers fast break. Uh, Truly appreciate you watching and listening. We're almost down. We're down to the final few. Final few picks. Uh, About seven left. Seven picks left here at the uh, for the NBA draft. Uh, looking forward to talking with Stone Hansen tomorrow uh, in regards to his thoughts more extended on the NBA draft and maybe who we picked up as some undrafted free agents. Uh, maybe we can go ahead and 
I will retweet who the Lakers pick up as far as undrafted free agents uh, right after the draft ends. I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, but I do appreciate everybody giving us a shout out here all night long. Cannot thank you enough. I know the chat room has slowed down a little bit. So hopefully uh, everyone out there is still chilling, relaxing, listening to the sound of my voice. I know no Joe Rance. Looks like Joe's probably not going to be able to make it back to, to the show tonight. So I'm sorry to hear that. But, yeah, you know, he was with us for an hour earlier on today and with us for over two hours earlier on today. And it's, it's funny because as soon as I said that, we lost some viewers if Joe's not going to be back. So <laughs> Joe would be glad to hear that. Anything that helps his ego obviously is a good thing for him uh, that, they, that we lost some viewers as soon as I said that. But. Uh, it's so funny because I'll have to let him know because that'll make him feel so much better that, uh, you know, that he is not, uh, that he is much loved and much appreciated. And a lot of people were still hoping that we could hear from him, but I have not heard anything official, but it looks like with just seven picks left and the clock is winding down. And also my voice is also winding down that it looks like it's going to be closing to the end uh, of the NBA draft and also our time here at the Lakers fast break. But I said, I'd stick it out with you. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick it out with you. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets are next at 51, and they spit and they pick Jalen Wilson. Jalen Wilson is next uh, at 51 for the Brooklyn Nets. Again, you're getting into some players uh, right there. He's a swing forward, six 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 seven forward out of Kansas. A decent score. Uh, looks like he's a player that a good free throw shooter could use some help behind the arc. Only 33% from behind the arc, uh, but good score. Uh, looks like he was, uh, you know, a, a high volume shooter. So maybe he could take that scoring mentality to what we see here at the next level with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they already do have Cam Thomas uh, that needs to get more playing time because I think he can be a big time scorer. So we'll see what happens as far as his career is concerned. If he becomes uh, anything of note in the NBA, but we're getting down to the final picks here. It's going to be Phoenix next. I believe Phoenix is next, uh, I believe, coming up here. And that will be uh, something of note to as far as Phoenix is, uh, you know, they don't have much in the way of any picks here for upcoming first and second rounders uh, because they've given them all away in trades. Uh, so this will probably be the final pick they have unless they buy into the second round here in upcoming drafts, which they may do from time to time. If some teams with some extra picks have uh, the inkling to do, but again, appreciate everybody watching, listening uh, right now. The latest uh, pick was 51 for the nets. Uh, Jalen Wilson 52 is coming up next for the Phoenix suns. Um, I didn't love the, the uh, Bradley Beal trade. I still think it does not make them a super team. I don't think it puts them over Denver. I've still picked Denver. I would even pick the Lakers at full strength over, over Phoenix, because I just don't think that having those three volume shooters and, and really not much behind as far as defense, they're going to have to trade. I think Deandre, uh, Deandre Aiden in order to pick up some players that might help them out. So definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to go on with, with them. I know that the Lakers uh, will look to go ahead and try and get some more size. That's That has to be key. I know Michael said it earlier uh, in the show that the Lakers have to get some size. It's been something that both Laker Tom, myself, and, and Joe Soros stressed that AD should be moved back to the four, and the Lakers should go ahead and get some size. 
Maybe they have some plans or targets in free agency that they can go ahead and get. And maybe they've already got guarantees on that, even though they tell you no tampering, there's always tampering. Maybe they've got some conversations going on behind the scenes. You never know for sure, but definitely looking forward to seeing what the Lakers are going to do here in about a week here, a little over a week for, you know, NBA free agency. I know that's going to be a fun time. And of course we're going to cover it wall to wall right here at the Lakers fast break. Up next again uh, at 52, uh, we're going to see what we have here. Uh, David McMenamin first, though, uh, says Rob Plinka calls JHS a lottery-level talent, a lottery-level talent, and lauded his size, wingspan, and basketball IQ, bringing positional size to the point guard spot. He also credited JHS's professional habits with training and diet in his freshman year at IU as indicators he'll fit in. Okay, if that's the reason why. You're thinking that he might be a player that the Lakers uh, should be valuing. We'll see, again, what he could provide the team. Does it uh, really work with LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis? Shooting is still going to be an issue, I think, with him. That's something I think that's going to be a problem, especially if he can't shoot mid-range, if he can't get his shot in the mid-range, and he's going to have to try and be forced to go outside and, and shoot from long distance. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing him in, in summer league and seeing how it shapes up. I know that there's just a few picks left here. Number 52 is on deck. Number 52 is uh, going to be the Phoenix Suns once again. These picks should go a little bit quicker. Come on, let's get some going. Let's get some moving here because we're almost on out. I know a lot of these people here are tired. You've been sticking with us. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, here I hear the Lakers fast break. Uh, the, the chat room, which was once hot and heavy, it's not as hot and heavy anymore, but it's still the best Lakers chat room that's out there right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate everyone taking the time to go ahead and you know spend some time with us. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing what's going to go on here. I know that uh, the coverage of the, uh, the NBA draft and what's going on there, uh, seeing what we can go ahead and do uh, as far as the picks are concerned, with uh, as far as JHS and also the kid from Pepperdine. Looking forward to seeing if they can develop and become uh, players that can be in the rotation for the Lakers. Coming up next here is at 52. 52 is uh, Phoenix once again. Man, it's been a long two minutes. Should have already chosen already. We're going to see if an update right now, see if they have picked yet as of yet and see if they who they have. Uh, they have not picked officially as of yet. Uh, so looking forward to seeing who they pick so we can get this thing rolling and get this thing uh, finished and completed while I still have a voice. Looking forward to seeing what everybody can go ahead and do with their draft picks. And then, of course, I will be on Twitter at Lakers Fast Break. I will be going ahead and retweeting out there any moves that the Lakers make about getting undrafted free agents because all these teams, they scramble for some of these undrafted big name free agents. So I know Drew Timmy might be one that might be a big name that might a lot of people at, uh, look to get. Uh, so definitely looking forward to seeing how that shapes up. Um, so we'll see again. I know that again, uh, Rob Palenka said he uh, viewed JHS as a lottery level talent. I would have taken Cam Whitmore uh, personally since he had fallen so low and uh, I think that, uh, you know, that they might regret that pick, but we'll see. I'm hoping I will be wrong on that. Uh, Phoenix selection right now, 
uh, as I've caught up to date on the stream with with the uh, finally the playback stream is going on. We have Tumani Kamara, a forward out of Dayton. Tumani Kamara uh, out of Dayton is the pick right now at 52 for Phoenix. Uh, so what we've got next is uh, with Rob Palenka still complimenting uh, JHS, throwing some more superlatives. Again, we're almost finished 52. Remember, it's not a full 60. Uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, we can do for the rest of the draft here. And then, of course, going after some undrafted free agents, uh, filling out these rosters the way the Lakers can. And the Lakers do need to get some more size. That's something of, of imperative need for the Lakers. Uh, we are now to 53. That's the Timberwolves. Timberwolves who bought their way for another second round draft choice uh who they got earlier as we told you on the, on the lakers fast break so again with the numbers there looking forward to seeing we can finish out the best we can with this draft and see if we can go ahead and get some numbers here real quick for you on number 53 with the uh minnesota timberwolves all right come on down who we got who we got next 53 is the Minnesota Timberwolves, then after them, the Sacramento Kings, the Indiana Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Bulls, the Wizards, and the Milwaukee Bucks. That finishes the draft right there. And then the scramble begins for some undrafted players. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing who the Lakers might be able to get on an undrafted basis. I know that uh, when it comes to what the Lakers will be looking for, hopefully they'll be looking for some size. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing that. Okay, and then I'm just letting you know right now that the Lakers are looking forward to hopefully getting some games in. I think they're also playing in Northern California first before they head to Las Vegas. Uh, I definitely hope to catch one of the games live to see in person how the Lakers look. And obviously we'll try to, to stream uh, some of the games and some of the action here if Playback has that available right here on playback.tv. Looking forward to that as well. Um, when it comes to what's next, uh, okay. The, the pick is going as part of the Bradley Beal trade. It's going to Washington again. Uh, who do the wizards pick, uh, for that, as far as 53 Timberwolves, no, the Timberwolves are next. I don't know what the, uh, that tweet was about, uh, Sham Sharania, uh, saying Phoenix is picking. Oh, okay. So Phoenix at 52 to Mani Kamara. He is going to Washington as part of the Bradley Beal trade. That was a little bit unclear. Yeah, he he added that tweet in there as far as a subtweet upon the Tumani Kamara uh, pick at 52. So Tumani Kamara is not going to Phoenix. He's going to Washington as part of the Bradley Beal trade because, as we remember, Phoenix gave Washington six second-round draft picks and four swaps um, um, You know, amongst the things that they gave for the and of course Chris Paul as well for for uh, Bradley Beal. So Mark says the free agent signing process starts real soon. Absolutely, in about uh, six picks or so. There, Mark. It's a free for all. It is definitely free for all. And you know these guys who have agents. They're on the phones. They're trying to work it, trying to see who they can pick up or who can they land a spot or basically a summer camp invite. Uh, you know, I think that's a big key is the summer. Uh, camp invite to be a part of the summer league roster so you can get some look. But then again, it's also about will you get some playing time at summer league? Will you get a look? Because if you don't work out with the team, you well, you know, you're playing with, 
Can you go ahead and get a look from another team or another team be interested in your services? So with some of these undrafted free agents, it's like a little bit of mixed match. But then we saw with Austin Reeves, how well that he did with the Lakers. Uh, maybe we can find another diamond in the rough there because I know right now on Maxwell Lewis and uh, Jalen Hood Shafino that it's a little bit mixed on, on the actual results to that. So we'll see. What happens with uh, number 53, so we can get this thing almost done here. Number 53 is the Minnesota Timberwolves, then the Sacramento Kings, Indiana Pacers, uh, Memphis Grizzlies, Chicago Bulls, uh, Washington Wizards, and the Milwaukee Bucks to finish out the NBA draft. So looking forward to ripping these off real quick and uh, seeing who we can get. The next pick, I believe, is in. Uh, no, it's still not in. Okay. So it's still, uh, 53. Uh, Palinka said they asked JHS whom he'd like to have lunch with. It could, could be anybody from history. JHS, of course, playing to the Lakers crowd, uh, and Lakers reporters said Kobe. He said his Mamba mentality is a code that JHS has lived by. You could tell he didn't throw that out because it was a Lakers interview. It felt from the heart. If you say so, Mike Trudell. Uh, I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, we'll see if he does have that Mamba mentality. I actually have to see it to believe it. So hopefully he will have that Mamba mentality. I'm looking forward to seeing if he does. Looking forward to seeing if he can prove a lot of the naysayers and the people that were not high on him, that if he can be the player that the Lakers envisioned him to be. Uh, otherwise, there's going to be a lot of people out there that are not too happy with what Rob did tonight. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, again, with uh, Boston picking up Porzingis, Phoenix picking up Beal, the Lakers really haven't done much to improve the team now, which is of concern, I know, to LeBron, who's overseas, hanging out with Draymond Green and hanging out with, uh, wh who is it else, with uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and, and uh, Tom Holland. Uh, I guess they were all hanging out together, special event in Paris, uh, so... Great for them. Uh, we're here hanging out here at the Lakers Fast Break, which is a better place to hang out than in Paris uh, with those guys because we're more fun. At least we've been for the past uh, four hours, four and a half hours. So closing it on out. Hopefully we can close it on out here in just a few. Uh, looking forward to seeing what we can do as far as getting things done here. But uh, closing it on out, we're at 53 Man, the, I thought it was only two minutes per pick. I thought it was going to go a little bit faster. Uh, Jalen Clark out of UCLA. Jalen Clark for the Timberwolves out of UCLA is the number 53 pick. Uh, next comes up Sacramento. Sacramento comes up next at 54. Uh, all right, so Shams a little bit slow on the mark there. I have to find out from other sources that uh, uh, already the pick has been made. So uh, number 54. Number 54 is up next. Uh, that is going to be... Sacramento Kings, Sacramento Kings, uh, looking forward to seeing what they might do uh, going ahead from there. And uh, truly appreciate everybody that watched on playback here. Uh, glad for all the individuals that were part of our coverage there. Uh, going to be shutting it down here in a few on, on playback and also going to be ending the draft here on uh, Facebook and YouTube here at the end of the draft. I'm not leaving you just yet, so... Voice is still there a little bit, but uh, still going to be able to go ahead and finish this out. Just want to go ahead and hear your thoughts. 
Did you like what the what everyone did in the draft? I know there's still some people out there, according to what I see in the numbers. If you're still out there and you still have thoughts on what the Lakers did, you got some opinions on it, feel free to share it in the chat. I'd love to go ahead and chat with you here at the Lakers Fast Break, or is it just the sound of my soothing voice? Uh, just let me know uh, right here to finish out your troopers for sticking out this long four and over four and a half hours in into our coverage. Uh, my gosh, this is a, a marathon, but I definitely uh, enjoyed doing it with you here at the Lakers fast break. Uh, looking forward to hearing and seeing what everybody's thoughts are in the coming days and weeks on Jalen Huchifino and Maxwell Lewis. Um, you know, Mike Trudell, uh, getting all the, the right signs, uh, you know, of course, he's saying all the right things now, but we'll see if he does have that Mamba mentality. Uh, you know, of course, Mike Trudell is going to give you the happy lines. Uh, God bless him because he likes to keep, keep that positive attitude, Laker man all the way. So definitely uh, uh, looking forward to seeing what he has to say. But the next pick I think is in. Uh, nope, that's actually still right now. It's still on. Sacramento Kings at 54. Uh, Rob Palenka says LA's mentality on draft night seeking trades or keeping the picks. The end goal is for us to put a championship level product on the court. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you can't make all of your moves in one fell swoop, meaning you couldn't get the deal that you liked. But we're really excited about how the draft panned out. As long as you're excited how it panned out, because if it's not good and these players don't, provide help by the end of the season for the Lakers. That could be a sign that the Lakers are really uh, uh, need to go in a different direction. And what uh, you know, we said about uh, Bob Myers or a different front office. And then uh, maybe we can go ahead and look into that if it doesn't get to where we need it to be. But again, we're going to give it a chance. We're going to give it a hope that JHS is going to be uh, good. Mark says, is there any concession hoops rumors have has can with many injury surgery issues and subpar workouts, whatever the stuff means. Uh, I heard definitively from Joe and from other sources on Twitter saying that possibility that the interviews and the workouts weren't good. Um, I'm assuming still that there might be some injury concerns, but I was not made aware of it beforehand. Uh, neither was the draft guys like, uh, you know, stone stones usually like tuned in to the draft knowledge. So, uh, the, it didn't get out there to the public as far as any injury concerns with Cam Whitmore, but there has to be some reasons outside of a, just a bad workout or bad interview, the reason why Cam Whitmore fell down so far. But I am concerned that Cam Whitmore is going to blow up like the third or fourth or fifth pick in the draft that he was supposed to be. If that's the case, I don't think we'll be too pleased with Rob for passing him on buying, going with JHS if JHS doesn't develop into – more than just a backup. Uh, Mark says a long way to fall. Uh, I agree with you. It was a long way to fall. Uh, so there must be something there. I, I think there's more than meets the eye. There's something that somebody's not telling us. Um, as far as uh, we're up to number 56, uh, of course, on the list. Uh, and so that means the Kings, the Pacers have picked up and nobody's telling us these numbers, these names. So we got to go ahead and try and run it down for you here. Uh, number 54 uh, was Jalen Slauson of Furman. Remember, number 53 was Jalen Clark out of UCLA. So two Jalens, different spelling, going 53 and 54. And Isaiah Wong from Miami. I remember him during the tournament, uh, clutch player actually last season, not this season, but last season, the season before when they went a long way in the tournament. Isaiah Wong, 
It's picked up at number 55 by the Pacers. We have just the Grizzlies, Bulls, Wizards, and Bucks left on that. So definitely looking forward to seeing how we can finish this out. But Mark, you've been a trooper. You've been here with us all, all night. Intel, great to have you here as well. Great to have everyone part of our live coverage of the NBA draft. It's the closing moments uh, running down, the closing moments running down to almost the end of the NBA draft and NBA draft coverage. Four hours all left of coverage almost here. Uh, Warriors are acquiring the number 57 pick from Washington, picking up Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis was actually thought of in some circles as a high uh, second round draft pick. So that's a good pick uh, if you're talking about potential there out of Indiana. Uh, score rebounder. You know, I think maybe some people might have thought he might have been a better uh, Indiana pick than uh, JHS from what I'm seeing in the comments, but. We'll see what happens, but Trace Jackson Davis is going in a trade to the Golden State Warriors uh, who had to forfeit their number 57 pick uh, because of tampering issues. Uh, excuse me, the Chicago Bulls did and the Philadelphia 76ers did. So um, it's interesting that that uh, they took that pick because that was their original pick was number 57. So, all right, uh, coming down to it right now, we're closing down the final picks of the draft. Again, Isaiah Wong at 55. Uh, we had, let me see, uh, the Warriors again are trading Patrick Baldwin Jr. to the Wizards as part of the Chris Paul Jordan Poole trade. Oh, interesting, because Patrick Baldwin Jr. seemed to be someone who had some potential uh, when he was picked up in the second round by the Warriors. But it looks like the Warriors are done with him, picking up someone else as far as that's concerned. Trace Jackson Davis uh, looking to get the 57 pick. Number 56, Memphis selected. Tarek Biberovich at number 56 will be a draft and stash in Europe next season. So he won't come to come to the NBA. Uh, let's see if he comes to the NBA at all down the road. We'll see. But Tarek Biberovich will be by the last time we say his name for quite some time. He's number 56 for Memphis, number 57, the Warriors, which originally had the number 57 pick, but they traded it to the Bulls who then got it forfeited by the league. It's ironic that they get that, that pick back because they do have 57 pick pack and they do get Trace Jackson Davis uh, out of Indiana. So that leaves one pick left. Uh, one pick left here. Looking forward to seeing uh, what the Bucks are going to do with the final pick of the NBA draft. And our coverage, as our coverage ends, our closing coming to an end here. Cannot thank you enough again for being part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. After finding an NBA fit when shut down two weeks ago, Kentucky freshman Chris Livingston landing spot was the last pick in the NBA draft at number 58. So he was uh, for all that clutch sports, Rich Paul calling teams, uh, telling them not to take Chris Livingston just so that Milwaukee could take him with the last pick in the NBA draft. So everybody, the, the undrafted free agents, that, that dance begins to see who the Lakers can pick up. Follow me at Lakers Fast Break on who they're going to pick up. So be, be aware of that. But it is the, the picks are done. I'm going to go over the second round uh, one last time for you, everyone out there, because I went over the first round draft pick before I close on out. The second pick, uh, excuse me, the second round was started with James Naji, then Jalen Pickett, Leonard Miller to the Timberwolves, Colby Jones to the Kings at 34, 
Julian Phillips to the Bulls at 35. Andre Jackson to the Bucks at 36. Hunter Tyson to the Nuggets at 37. Jordan Wash to the Celtics at 38. Muhammad Gai at 38, uh, 39 to the Hawks. Lakers get Maxwell Lewis at number 40. 41 is Amari Bailey. Wizards take Tristan Vukcevic. Uh, Trailblazers take Ryan Rupert. Spurs at number 44 take CD uh, Cisco. Uh, CD Sissoko. CD Sissoko. 45, the Grizzlies take Gregory Jackson. Hawks take Seth Lundy at 46. Pacers take Mojave Kings at 47. Uh, Mojave King at 47. Clippers take Jordan Miller at 48. Cavaliers take Imani Bates at 49. Thunder take Keontae Johnson at 51. Nets take Jalen Wilson. Suns take Tamani Kamari at 52. Timberwolves take Jalen Clark at 53. Jalen Slauson is next at 54 for the Kings. Isaiah Wong is uh, going to the Pacers at 55. And Tarek Boverick at 56. And the final draft pick is going to be uh, for the uh, Wizards, Trace Jackson Davids, 57. And then the final draft pick, I'm sorry, is the Milwaukee Bucks. And that is going to be Chris Livingston. Chris Livingston is the final pick in the NBA draft. That is your second round. Last notes right here for you before we head on out. Uh, Kobe Bufkin and Kobe Brown were drafted in the first round tonight. Rob Plinkin, one of Kobe Bryant's closest friends on the occurrence. It's an honor that so many people have been impacted like all of us by Kobe, that people are honoring the children uh, by choosing that name. We'll probably see more and more of that because it's such a special thing. Uh, Sham Sharania says, already the uh, the agreements have begun as uh, the undrafted guard, Marquise Noel, who set an NCAA tournament record for assists in Kansas State's uh, Elite Eight run, already agreed to a term in Toronto Raptors. So please follow me at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. I'll, if the Lakers get anybody of note and it's reported on, I'll let it go. Zangerstein says, I'm back, guys. Sad that TJD did not go undrafted. Uh, Lakers need to go for VVD and the undrafted. Let Pippen Jr. go. He is not going to be an NBA-level player. Specialty with his draft, having too many guard, willing wing talents. I agree with you, Zangerstein. He's too small, can't shoot, uh, gets into too much trouble because he get, tries to get too tricky with his passes. I agree with you. I don't think he's an NBA, NBA talent. Could be wrong in that. Hope I'm wrong in that, but I, from what I've seen so far, I think the Lakers, uh, I think they could make uh, Michael happy and get uh, Colin Castleton, at least make him an offer to the summer league, uh, get him in a, as an undrafted player. I'd like to see, uh, you know, maybe that possibility, uh, if that's the case, but uh, maybe Oscar Shibway, you know, as a rebounder, but he's not exactly tall, so he doesn't help your rim protection, but definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to go on. Tomorrow I'll have on Stone Hansen. Uh, and the weekend, hopefully the Lakerholics will return. Looking forward to bringing you all that good stuff. So I'm closing out playback.tv slash fast break. Thanks so much again for everybody watching on playback. We'll see you soon on playback. And uh, we just want to go ahead and mention to everybody out there again, tomorrow I will be on a regular normal Lakers channels, Lakers fast break for Stone Hansen. Uh, so for Stone Hansen, Joe Sorrell, uh, Laker Tom, this is Gerald Glassford. My voice is gone, but the draft is over. We'll see who the Lakers get as undrafted. The picks are in. The Lakers get Jalen Huchifino and Maxwell Clark. We'll see if that's going to be the uh, the the duo that's going to help the Lakers, uh, you know, get back to the title, get back to the promised land. Hopefully they can, if not now, here to two, three years down the line. Uh, again, the undrafted free agents are going all over the place. We'll see who the Lakers pick up and report on it at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. So again, 
Gerald Glassford, thanks so much for watching and listening for our live NBA draft coverage. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you will go ahead and join us. If you have not yet liked and subscribed, please do so so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of what we do. The best Lakers chat room from Zangerstein to Mark to everybody who is a part of us of our of our showcase. Truly appreciate it. Uh, we need to go after Drew Timmy. He did work out for the Lakers this past week, so we'll see if that's the case. Mississippi Dog, thank you for being part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate it. You were great on the, on the comments. Zangerstein, Mark, everybody that was out there, Michael, Blue, Zangerstein, Intel Wild, Empire Jeff. You know, the list goes on and on and on. Adam, everybody's still real tired, worn out. I know I am, but you know what? I'm going to come back strong. Refresh tomorrow with Stone Hansen for the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Looking forward to my conversation with him on the, you know, recap of what the Lakers did in the draft. And looking forward to what the Lakers are going to do. Free agency, you know, it never stops with the NBA. And looking forward to what they bring to us as a Lakers family base, as a Lakers fan base. Looking forward to seeing and hearing everybody's thoughts again. And looking forward to seeing what goes on that we can report to you right here at the Lakers Basketball Podcast.